0: just won $1,000. That is
1: amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up.
2: You guys are awesome, man. Woo! This is the Roz and Mocha
6: Show podcast.
2: Hello. Hey, uh, it's Roz and Mocha.
6: Hey, how are you?
2: Good, good, good. How are you?
6: Good, doing good.
2: Okay, so I wanted to call because of your text. Now, if you <laughs> would rather, I can bleep your name. That's no problem. I can also bleep the name of the person that you are talking about. That's no problem. Just a. Protect everybody's privacy, okay?
6: I would like you to bleep the person I'm talking about, please, because I want to go back there. <laughs> I don't oh,
2: she okay. listens to
7: the show. No <laughs> okay. problem.
2: Okay, what's your name then? Meg. Okay, here's the text Meg sent. Thank you. Roz's former flame was my masseuse last week, so let's just say I can confirm that everyone was thirsty for Roz back in his hometown of Acton. Excuse me, who is who
8: is my <laughs> former flame? You can bleep this for sure. Absolutely. Oh. You don't even. Yeah, 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 yeah.
9: yeah. She
6: said, "As it goes." She said, "So she's from Acton." Uh Of course, I asked her, "Oh, did you know Roz Weston?" Yeah. She says, "Yeah, I remember when he moved to town and everyone was after him, um, and her and her friend um, decided to share you."
9: Okay, now hold on.
2: Yeah, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Do you remember her now? Yeah,
8: <laughs> it's, it's, it's slowly coming back. It's slowly. No, it your family. Listen. <laughs> okay, it was the '80s. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. What else?
6: No, that's it. Okay, good. <laughs> I just needed to share.
8: Suggest so that everybody, everybody did apparently.
2: I... <laughs> <laughs> was the uh, was the massage good? At least. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, she's the best. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay.
8: Yeah. You pick a while, Raz. Yeah.
6: <laughs>
8: no, but I'll tell you what. Okay, can I just can I just say this? Yes. Okay, w- which is and and this is where I have. Where I had difficulty relating to people when I moved out of that small town, which is even now, if I tell people that I meet that did not grow up in a small town that my brother and I have had the same girlfriend, not at the same time, but my brother and I have dated the same girl three times. Yeah. Right. Because, and people are horrified over that bro code and all of this other stuff. But when you grow up in a small town, you have to abandon those thoughts immediately because the pool of people that you're playing in is very small. And so your girlfriend in grade nine is going to be your best friend's girlfriend in grade ten, and he's probably she's probably going to marry his brother after high school's over, and everybody just has to be cool with it, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's just m- the way of life. It, yeah. So some may say sharing. <laughs> oh Lord! Yeah, everyone's sharing up and acting. Okay. Saying? Some may some may say sharing. I just look at it as everybody was just cool. <laughs>
2: Oh my god, I'm so happy you uh you texted us
8: today.
2: (laughs) Yeah, thanks for calling. All right. Have a good day. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
5: Podcast.
2: I want to play something for you. You know how everyone's all about the Olivia Rodrigo driver's license song. Yes, sir. And people have their own versions, they've done serious versions, they've done parodies. Uh, But everyone's got their own way of singing Driver's License. Mm -hmm. So there's this video that's going around right now these four women, four young girls who are singing the song. But they're singing it terribly. And I feel like it's not them being serious. This is them joking for how bad their rendition of Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo is. And they put this up on TikTok. I've
9: drive through the slides this last It's like we always talk about.
6: You were so sad for me to finally
5: drive into your house. But today I drove through
6: the surface crying
5: because you we weren't the road.
2: Like, it's not real, right? <laughs> no. They're doing this on
9: purpose, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You
6: probably
10: will
6: that long <laughs> ago <It> always <laughs> made me doubt Just so much older than me Just
9: everything i am insecure about Yeah, today
8: <laughs> I go <took> through this <laughs> I could have ever someone else Well, I will say this, they're committed Yeah, completely, listen
2: and
9: I know we were <laughs>
2: not real
0: there's no way this is the Roz and mocha show podcast
8: i put the wrong socks on this morning again how do you I put the wrong, wrong socks on i don't know not the wrong feet although i do have i found a pair of socks in my closet the other day that have an r and an l on them yeah Wait, but i was joking i don't think there is a right and a left for socks yeah yeah, th- there are they made them like that
2: yeah no, but have, they don't
8: curve
2: no i don't have uh under armor socks that have left and right yeah I have nike socks that have left and right and I believe Adidas socks. And it's the way the right.
8: that the toe is, right? Yeah. Like the toe slants down to accommodate. So you don't have all that extra. But well, your fancy ones do, not normal socks. No, no, I'm saying my left and right socks do. They they have, so it doesn't give you that excess little bit of fabric, I guess, yeah. uh, on where the baby toes are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you have those too? I do. Interesting. Do you, do you care? Like, do you actually try and match it up? Try. Of course I do. Yeah, you do? Okay. I'm yeah. just saying, all right. I don't know, man. I don't know.
2: I'm not going to mess with the process.
8: You know what I don't like okay, is I get, a, socks? I get a couple pairs of socks where I think that the seam around the toes that's supposed to go on the inside is a little too aggressive. I don't like that, and then I have to wind up wearing them inside out. I have oh, like. it
2: get under your nail and stuff? No, or it just rub rubs. rubs oh.
8: Right, it rubs where the the it's an aggressive seam uh-huh. at the tops of the toes where I guess the, the the sock is sewn together. And so I have like a half dozen pair of socks that I can only wear inside out.
2: Or you can just get rid of them and buy new socks.
8: Don't tell me what to do, man.
2: <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Also, aren't you the same person that says that you have a drawer full of socks that you've never worn? They're all brand new. Yes. Right.
8: Yes, I do.
9: Aren't
11: you the same person that most of the year doesn't wear socks?
8: Correct, Amundo. That is also right. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's, listen, man, it's mine. It's hundred <laughs> out right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't come at me with it. Didn't you say you used to never <laughs> wear socks? Okay, it's freezing cold out. Hey, all right. I'm just I know. We you you. also have a drawer. <laughs> I know. Of
2: socks that have I, never been worn. I, I know, but you can I. Choose.
8: I know, but I. You know what it's like. You get dressed in the middle of the night for work, and I don't turn the light on because a Kath Catherine wakes up it used to be great because I let when light bulbs burn out in the room mm-hmm. I don't replace them right at all at all why because I, I I like to get down to one and then that way when there's only one I can turn the lights on in the bedroom in the morning and get dressed to a little bit of light and not wake Catherine up why you just two wakes are up uh-huh. one doesn't we had one light bulb uh-huh. in the bedroom I'm gonna say for about six months. And I loved every minute of it. just
2: waited it out.
8: I waited it out. Yeah, and then one day she was down there changing all the light bulbs. Uh. And I was like, well, I like, don't think those ones fit. Don't do that. <laughs> it's not good.
2: You should just do what I do.
8: Which is what? So
2: you don't wake her up yeah, in the morning when you're getting ready. Right. You just take your clothes out that you're going to wear the next day. You put them in the bathroom.
8: Oh, you're a much better husband than I am.
2: That's what I have to do. Well, Matthew
0: puts my clothes there.
8: <laughs> wow, <laughs> he's, a, he's a much better husband than you are.
5: <laughs>
8: yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
5: Podcast.
8: TV's getting crazy, man. Wow, so, what's up? Oh, God. So there's a new show on HBO Max coming out called Generation. And it's created by a uh, 19-year-old um, actor named Zelda Barnes and her father. And it's exec produced by Lena Dunham. Hmm. And it's supposed to. They, they, they quote it as uh, being an ultra-realistic look at high school life oh wow okay like, who wants that yeah <laughs> right give me glossy <laughs> i want kids dancing in the cafeteria i don't want to see
2: you want high school musical thank
8: you right i know high school want, musical
2: musical uh, the series. thank
8: you that's exactly what i want um but i guess what happened is that they were shooting a scene in biology class and the production used actual dead cats and gave them to the actors to dissect what? Yes. No. Yeah. So there wait, was a, do they do that in high school? So there was a yeah. They you don't do you, that. Yeah, you dissect things in high school. Cats you you though. Didn't, you didn't dissect anything in high school, I like remember, a frog. Yeah, a frog. Or, or a brain. You didn't do the brain. Nah. Really? You didn't do like the calf brain or the sheep brain? No. I kept my sheep brain and I put it in a. Um, I thought it would be like
2: <laughs> that it would grow into. A sheep? Anyway,
8: anyway, people, uh, <laughs> people, people, wait, qu- stop, pe- stop. People quit the show because they Hold made on. them.
2: You, you kept the brain. Yes. What'd you do? You put it in a jar?
8: Okay, so you think I, it was gonna grow into an actual? No, 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 no. Okay. I, what, Grow into a person or like a like a into like a sheep? No, like think... no. <laughs> harvesting? No, I thought. Oh, this is gonna be so terrible. What? I thought one. I thought it was would be cool mm-hmm. if I I asked my teacher if I could take my brain home, and <laughs> but, yeah. okay, and you're just supposed to throw them in the garbage at that point. Okay. And I asked the teacher if I could take the brain home, and he was like. OK. And so whatever. They don't care. They let you take the brain home. It would never happen today. Yeah. And so I put the brain in um, uh, a T-shirt that was in my gym shirt that was in my bag. And I wrapped it up. Right.
2: You didn't like no container. What's that? You didn't like no, the container. Uh, no,
8: because they wouldn't let me bring the container home. I could oh, bring the, OK. Yeah. I could, <laughs> <laughs> OK. I could bring the brain home, but I couldn't take the container home. Mm-hmm. So when I got home, I was looking for all over the house for a container that would fit the brain. Okay. And so I'm going through all my mom's Tupperware and I have the brain in my hand and I'm measuring the hole in the top of everything to see if the ah! brain to see if the if the brain That's rubbing
2: them on a side yeah, to see if the brain <laughs> oh, would fit. That's so gross. Okay. Did you wash all the other Tupperware? And then
8: I re- I found one and then I realized my mother would kill me if I used her Tupperware and she found out that I used it for a brain. So yeah. I had to find something something else. And the only thing that the brain, the only thing that had a big enough hole to fit the brain was my brother's um, peanut butter jar in the shape of a little bear. (laughs)
9: Do you remember
8: those jars? (laughs) It was was peanut butter, but it was a glass jar in the shape of a Uh little bear. And there was still peanut butter in it, so I scraped all the peanut butter out, mm. okay, put that in a Tupperware, then washed out this jar, and I didn't have formaldehyde, <laughs> so I filled it with water, and then I put the brain in, and <laughs> okay, and Genius. so and I kept it in my room. Uh-huh. And so it was on just like my stereo speaker in my room, and I thought, A, it was super cool, but I also thought that chicks were really going to love it, <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: a brain <laughs> inside of a bare peanut bro, butter jar? Bro,
8: bro. I was so wrong. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I couldn't have been more wrong. You, you didn't score. No, women are not turned on by brains in peanut butter jars displayed in young men's rooms. <laughs> it's sort of, it's sort of creepy, as I found out.
0: <laughs> Here we go. go, the Roz and Mocha Show
8: podcast. Did you watch Framing Britney Spears? No, not yet. It's incredible. Yeah, you watch it. Yeah, and yeah. thoughts. Um, It's it's seeing everything in one place is so alarming. And looking at what Brittany went through in the early 2000s, sort of through the lens of 2020 and what we all now finally know to be acceptable behavior when dealing with somebody who's going through some sort of mental trauma. is is so, it's appalling, and you feel gross because you remember seeing and hearing all of these things happen at the time, Mm -hmm. and nobody did anything about it, and most people contributed to it. Yeah. And this was started on the Free Britney movement, and then they go through in this documentary, the New York Times documentary, and they put together all the times that Britney was forced to answer to things that nobody should ever have to answer to. And she did it all with, like, every single time she was put in one of these positions. Like, she just did it with such, you know, grace and humor and, and just made the best of it. But, but you, just, you just watch the world and the media. And, like, I don't mean, you know, Perez Hilton. I mean, like, Diane Sawyer just chip away at her in a way that would just never be tolerated today so here's a quick montage of the of the britney interview with um with diane sawyer this was right after the um governor's wife of maryland said that if she had the opportunity to shoot britney spears i would based on her thinking that britney was a bad example for children
5: do you like your voice what happened
10: to your clothes well what's this about no kidding what is it about is it about shocking people
6: have you ever gone further than you wish you had
10: i have to ask about justin he's gone on television and pretty much said you did something that caused him so much pain what did you do you said i've only slept with one person in my whole life two years into my relationship with justin and yet he's left the impression that you weren't faithful if you were talking to your little sister now and the girl who said that she was going to stay a virgin until she got married. Do you still think there's something to be said for that? It's one thing not to want to be the role model anymore. It's another thing not to know that a lot of
6: young girls are looking at this. But am I responsible for them?
9: Whoa.
8: Okay, oh. so that was a tiny bit of the horrific uh, Diane Sawyer interview. And here's a clip of the Matt Lauer interview. It's not like,
12: did Britney record a bad song? Mm -hmm. Is Britney wearing a bad outfit? Is Britney in a bad marriage? Yeah. Is Britney a bad mom? Mm
9: Mm-hmm. Oh,
5: my God. That's America for you.
12: (laughs) Yeah, but as a mother, that has to hit pretty close to home.
5: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes you really strong. Make you weep? Oh, I've wept. Yeah. I've definitely wept just with the world, you know, how judgmental they are. You know what? I know I'm a good mom.
9: Oh,
8: boy. So then they cut to a clip of Family Feud from back in the day. Mm -hmm. And Family Feud, and this looks like parody of how appalling this is. And I didn't even remember seeing this.
2: I don't remember her being on Family Feud.
8: She wasn't on Family Feud. It was just two regular families on Family Feud. Yeah. But the category was... Name something Britney Spears lost this year. And the answers mm-hmm. were her hair, her dignity, her mind, her marriage, her weight, her fans, and her children. Oh, my God. That was on Family Feud.
2: I don't even remember that.
8: Right? Right. Family feud And then they show a clip Of Britney at 17 And I don't know Who the reporter is It's she was, It was on an International press tour Because it wasn't in America But Britney's sitting down With this grown man Who's like balding And gross And Britney is just So little and young And dealing with All the weight Of everything That she has to go through mm-hmm. And this is the question That this guy Grown ass man Asked to a 17 year old Everyone's talking about it Why? Well
12: your breasts.
5: <laughs> My breasts
12: you seem to get furious when a talk show host comes up with this <laughs> subject okay let's put, in general what do you think about breast implants just in general
9: well I
6: think if that's what you want to do and it that would make you happy then I see nothing wrong with it but I've not I haven't done that but um, I think it's sad that people, you know, think I've done that because that makes them want to go out. And you know, some of the fans that look up to me, they either think bad of me or they may want to go out and do that. But that's not my fault because the press started that. But um, if you want to do that, that's fine. But I personally wouldn't do
8: that. Oh my god! Listen to her. She's a child. Listen to how she has to handle that question. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so watch this. Justin Timberlake comes off terribly in this. By the way, does he really? Of course he does, because he put a target on her. Yeah. Right? He, who knows what happened in that relationship? And then he got first crack at the spin because everybody thought Britney was just nuts. And then so he got first crack at the spin. And then he made the Crimea River video with the Britney Spears lookalike and turned everybody against her. Yeah. He comes off horribly. How
2: many many episodes?
8: It's just one. It was one. 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 Yeah. yeah. And I don't know what they're doing after that. I'm not 100% sure. But it was just one. You can watch it anywhere. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it anywhere. Yeah. Because I see
2: everywhere um, periodically. I guess when people start watching it, um, periodically throughout the day, you see free Britney. You do a handful of tweets, all back to back to back to back. To back yeah, back, right.
8: And and and, that, and then they go into deep. It's it's mainly about the conservatorship and the hold that her father has over her. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but the free Britney movement, you know, there, there, it's been on the fringe for a real long time, but when this documentary came out in like the past 48 hours, uh, people who have jumped on board, uh, Casey Musgraves, Bette Midler, Amber Tamlin, Andy Cohen, Sarah Jessica Parker, like everybody is now jumping on and realizing. Cause when you see it all in one place and mm-hmm. what, Brit- what she went through, it's appalling.
2: Like all this stuff. I don't I honestly don't remember. It is.
8: Watch this. It is. Yeah. Because you don't remember things happening and things being talked about. You don't remember it because it was just so goddamn normal that it didn't. That's that's the reason. And that's the sad part of all of this. Yeah. Is that you don't remember it because it was just normalized. And that's the really horrific part of everything. But uh, but watch it. It's called Framing Britney Spears. Uh, it's the New York Times documentary. It's I think it's on Hulu in the states. But I just watched it on YouTube for Did free. You? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, Good to know. Here we go. go
0: the go. Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
8: I want to play this rap track and get your opinion on this guy's flow. <clears throat> okay. So he is a U.S. ambassador to Vietnam. His name is Daniel Crittenbrink, and he loves living in in vietnam and he did a song to commemorate and wish everybody a happy lunar new year and put this together and now don't judge it on the his accuracy of life in vietnam and, and pronunciation of words i need you as somebody who is deep into the rap game to just analyze his flow for me okay okay
4: Time for introductions are at hand Hi, my name is Dan I'm from Nebraska
2: I'm not a big city boy Then three years ago I moved to Hanoi Check the calendar, Ted is coming soon Kanta and Da Nang are in the mood Su and and Oi, Su and Dave Clean the house now, friends are on the way Grab the mine, wine down. Okay. Get ready to party from Hyzong to come out. Ted in Vietnam is the tops. I love the hot spots okay, and like hot pots. Good try and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it reminds me of?
4: Bring the sea. Like in school, <laughs> like when your teacher <laughs>
2: wants to be like relatable <laughs> to all the kids yeah. for the and make learning cool yeah. and it will turn like a lesson into a rap song. Yes. yes. That's what this reminds me of. From my shores to your shores friendship This very much PSV reminds me.
4: From now to forever, it's like an SNL trusted, skit.
8: It, no, it's not because as, like, there would be so much... It reminds me more of what I immediately thought of, as far as somebody just doing their best and giving it their all, but just does not have the skills to actually pull it off, but they don't care, is very much like the back to school commercial at that mall. Oh remember that my one? God, remember that? So Hold it was—I don't know what mall that was. You used to play it all the time.
9: Hold
10: on, it, it was. <laughs> Get your backpack,
3: boots and pants and boots
10: and
6: <laughs> pants. Get yourself an outfit.
3: You off know. <laughs> <are> me, girl. <laughs> boots and pants and boots and
9: pants. Haircuts, new shoes. So get yourself back to school. With these <laughs> I <laughs> That's don't know.
2: What... That one's pretty bad Hold when on. you compare it to this.
8: Hold What's... on, no. Same level.
4: are at hand. Hi. My name
13: is Dan. <laughs> I'm from Nebraska. I'm not a big city Come on. <laughs> Same right? Same
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show
2: podcast.
8: You know, when you say something that you just like, the words come out of your mouth and you just wish you could just like reach out and grab them and put them back in?
2: Immediately, right? Yeah,
8: sure. And that happens a lot on this show. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time. When you just talk and talk and talk, you say stuff that you didn't mean to say. You you combine words that really shouldn't be combined. Uh-huh. And then as they're coming out of your mouth, you just wish you could take them back. But it's just not the way the world works. So what happened? So I'm watching uh, the uh, Canucks-Leafs game last night. Mm-hmm. And when you're, like, analyzing sports, you're always trying to come up with new ways of saying the same thing. It's very difficult. And I have a lot of, like respect for the guys that do it because you can't just say the same thing all the time. And I'm watching the game last night and the Leafs are just pounding on the Canucks defense.
9: Mm-hmm.
8: And and Ray Ferraro on TSN okay is trying to explain what the problem is, which is of course the Canucks defense, but this is the the words that he strung together. The Leafs had
14: the 3-1 lead, they gave up that quick one just 23 seconds after Matthews' goal to Bo Horvath. But after Jason Spezza scored on that nifty three-way passing play, the, the Leafs seem in a pretty comfortable spot here. The Canucks really get into this spot where they're trying to generate chances, yet they start to get leaky in the backside, and all of a sudden they're giving up way more chance after chance plays.
8: It's a tough way to play to chase games, and they're going to have to do it again. But they start to get leaky in the backside. Yeah, and in that moment, you know, you messed up. You're like, oh, God, no. No, I didn't I didn't just. Please tell me I didn't just. Oh, no. Oh, they're trying to generate chances, yet they start to get leaky in the backside. And... Oh, God.
9: Okay. Come on, bro.
8: Not, uh.
9: <laughs>
8: yet they start to get leaky in the backside. Yeah, and... that's. <laughs> it's like Alestra. Do you remember Alestra when that was a thing? You don't remember Alestra? No. So, okay, so so years ago, potato chips became the devil. Potato chips are still the devil. Uh, so delicious, though. You, nobody should ever eat potato chips. However, they are delicious, and everybody should eat potato chips. Um, but the whole thing when fat was... There was a war on fat, right? Uh-huh. And then trans fats and saturated fats and everything else. And then, and then it was discovered that they could do an alternative to the fat in chips, and it was this combined concoction called Alestra and then they came out with wow chips and wow chips contained Alestra so they were supposedly better for you but the list of side effects after people started complaining that they then had to put a warning on all products that contained Alestra was anal leakage no okay because it was the way that this it was just run right through your body Right? So no. They, so they substituted the fat by putting in Alestra, but Alestra would literally you would eat it. That's you would so digest gross. the chips. yeah, but you couldn't digest the Alestra and then the Alestra would just run right through, it would just right leak through out your butt it would just leak right out your butt. it can start to get leaky in the backside. And, yes. oh. right? <laughs>
2: That's so gross.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Hi, Raza. Uh, Lisa has a question for the Raza Moga Show. Go ahead, Lisa.
5: Okay, so last week I had a night terror. Oh, and no. <laughs> I know I know you have them as well. Uh, and I was so scared to go back to sleep the next night. Oh, um, really? You get that as well? Like, how do you recover from them?
2: Okay, so because I get night terrors. Um, when you get night terrors, Lisa, do you. Do you talk in your sleep? Do you scream? Do you scream
5: yourself oh, awake? I was screaming! The, really? Yeah, I screamed myself awake, and then my dog was actually pouring at my face because he was so scared.
9: Oh, oh, like, What's
5: going on? Okay,
2: so yeah, what, was what was horrible. your dream? Can you remember?
5: <sighs> okay, it was a demon, like a hooded demon, like kind of you would think it would look like a nun. I know there was a whole movie about that, mm-hmm. and it was picking me up off the ground and it was strangling me and I was screaming like for air and that's how I woke myself up
2: wow <laughs> yeah I've screamed myself awake yeah. I mean that happens to me all the time yeah, when, now, I have night when you
8: have a night terror is it usually the same thing that comes to terrorize you or is it always something different
5: um I haven't had one in a really long time okay. um but no this was a new one
8: it was a new one. What about you, Mocha? When you have your night terrors, yeah. do you remember them enough to, to know if it's the same thing terrorizing you? Um, or? No,
2: I remember it enough. It's never the same it's thing. It's never the same no, thing. No, it's always something different, always something scary. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and they're
5: so different from nightmares. Well, for me, like sometimes, you know, I might not have like a great dream, but I woke up so traumatized. Really? I actually didn't sleep. Last night was the first night I slept in a week.
2: Oh, girl.
9: Jeez.
2: It affected you that much. So, Do you remember, like, did you eat yeah. anything anything weird before you went to bed? Did you watch anything or had you been watching no. anything? Like, had you been binging anything lately?
5: No, it was like, no, no horror movies, nothing like that. Um, it was just <laughs> so out of the blue. Um, routine hasn't changed, nothing.
11: Anytime I have baba ganoush mm-hmm. is usually when I, it puts me in a major deep sleep. I kid you not. Baba Ganoush.
8: <laughs> what is it about Baba Ganoush?
11: It's the garlic and eggplant mixture. I don't know. It puts oh, me in a really geez. deep sleep. Did oh,
9: you have man. any Baba Ganoush? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Baba
8: Ganoush. Okay, we're just trying to go through everything now. Um,
2: so Lisa, I can I can tell you that any time I've ever had a night terror and I, and I wake up screaming or I'm like moaning screaming and my wife has to wake me up <laughs> yeah. and be like, you're dreaming again. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I, I i'm okay like i have no problem falling asleep i could fall asleep in two seconds after and like i the the dream Aww. won't pick up where it left off at or like the next night it doesn't pick up again or but, the same things that i dreamt yeah. about the night before never never uh reappears but are
8: you ever are do you ever uh, are you ever hesitant to fall back to sleep after waking up from a night tear or no
2: no never no
8: my you heart just go is right back racing like it. crazy yeah.
2: Right, because of the there's yeah. so much action in the dream. Yeah, but I uh, I don't know why I just I fall asleep no problem.
11: I have issues with it though. The my, when I have the night terrors mm. where I anger the walls and they start bleeding. Right. I'm afraid because I don't want to go and anger the walls
8: again. Right. How what do you do to anger the walls? What does that even mean? Anger the when walls? When you when you
11: talk loudly or scream, the walls turn red and start bleeding because they're mad at you for yelling. Oh.
8: Jeez, <laughs> man.
2: No more Baba Ganesh. No yeah. more Baba Ganesh <laughs> for <at>
8: you. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry
2: I couldn't be of any help, Lisa. No,
5: that's okay. It's just good to share the experience because, like, yeah, I was just terrified. But I did sleep last night, and um, the one thing I do consistently is I listen to your podcast every night. That's amazing. Um, I don't know. Were you guys talking about demons or anything? Maybe it was subconsciously. No, but I did
8: did just buy a hood. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was that. Like a cloak, almost. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it
5: does come very
2: Do you small. guys
8: ever have do night do night terrors ever become day terrors? Meaning, does this same thing happen if you're just having a nap?
2: Oh yeah. I've had oh, a, it does. I had a
8: day terror. Before. Really? Yeah. On the yeah. Couch, covered in a blanket, oh, no. yeah. right, laying yeah. there,
2: nice, peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
9: wow.
2: Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's okay. happening during the day. Yeah? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> okay. That's how I scream, by the way, Lisa. Whenever I have a night terror, like. It in my, in my dream, in the terror, I'm screaming, like, full-on scream, like, dude scream. Yeah. But in real life, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's
9: it's, yeah, more, like it's woke, a moan, right?
5: When I woke myself up, it wasn't even, like, a full scream. It was just, like, a, you know, like a hustle voice, but I guess that's sort
8: what of scares my dog. He's like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, exactly. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, yeah. That is awesome. Well, it's not awesome, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay.
5: I, I, think, I think I'm think i finally over it. I think
8: I'm okay, good, it. Good,
2: yeah. good. If you, if, good, if you good. need any more help falling asleep, just uh, put on the podcast, keep the podcast on, and we'll keep you company. Okay,
5: but don't talk about hoods or
8: demons. No, okay. no problem. Don't worry about it.
5: Okay, I love you guys. Thank you. All
2: right, oh, we love, love you too. right back. Sweet dreams. (laughs)
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Hi. Who's this? Eva. What's up, Eva? Nothing much. It's just today's my birthday.
8: Happy birthday.
5: Oh, happy birthday.
2: How old
8: are you?
5: I'm turning nine.
8: It's a good age. Yeah. What What are you you doing to
5: celebrate? I'm having a Zoom birthday party with my friend.
8: That's awesome.
11: That's real nice. Can I just say, I was at a five-year-old Zoom birthday party over the weekend. Like on it, not at it. And um Elsa showed up. It was really? the it was yeah. honestly so cool. Oh,
8: that's awesome. Oh. I like that.
5: Yeah, cool.
8: <laughs> <laughs> cool story, bro. Tell it again. Yeah, cool. Great
5: great,
8: great story.
9: So,
2: Eva, how many how many people are showing up to your Zoom birthday party?
5: Um, I don't know, maybe Maybe ten. I don't know. Yeah, that's oh, okay. a lot of
8: fun. And what do you got planned? You guys gonna can you, you gonna do games and stuff like that over Zoom?
5: Yeah. Yeah. My brother showed me a game online called Scribble.io. So we're probably gonna do that for a bit of it at the time yeah. and then dance.
2: And then are you uh, are you having any special meal with your family for your birthday?
5: Yeah, my dad's taking me out of school at lunch.
8: Yeah.
2: Um,
5: and he's gonna take me out for All the right. rest of the day. That's nice. Yeah.
8: Are you, did, did yeah. you did the that game you were just talking about is it is it is it Slither.io?
5: No. Oh. Scribble. Scribble like drawing game.
8: Oh, do you know Slither.io?
5: Yeah. yeah. I also play something called I.O.
8: Oh, uh, Slither is the best game, man. What game is that? Oh, okay. So you're um you, you use your finger on the iPad and you yeah. just like move the thing yeah. and then you're in this sort of big giant world. It's just a black screen and it just it's infinite. It's like space. It goes on and on and on and on and on forever. Right. No. Okay, hold it on.
5: Hold. Border.
8: <laughs> I know there's a border, but it's very large. OK. OK. So. OK. So. And then there's and then, little colored dots everywhere that glow. Yeah. And you start off as a little tiny worm. OK. OK. And you move your worm around by tracing your finger on the iPad, and then the worm basically eats all these colored dots. And the more colored dots you get, the bigger your worm gets. Oh, wow. But if and you, you
5: can, you also kill people. Yes,
8: but if you crash headfirst into another worm, you're done. They can
5: kill you. They
8: can kill you. Where's the other worm from? Th- there's all sorts of other worms that are also swimming around in this world. Oh, that... you're
5: playing online with them.
8: Yes, so you're playing online with them, right? And so your job is to get big enough that everybody just keeps crashing into to you and dying and then when they die you eat up them and then it's awesome i love slither it's such wow. a fun game yeah anyway uh not the game you were talking about <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right eva you have a wonderful day happy uh, birthday and thank you for listening to the raza mocha show
5: you're welcome
11: Do you want a
2: birthday joke the answer is your age
8: go ahead Maury.
11: okay what goes up but never comes down
6: your age.
2: You. There <laughs> That's you it. Go. Yeah. This cool story, bro. I'll
11: tell it again.
6: <laughs> Thanks, Emma.
8: <laughs> yeah, talk more about Thank Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, go, go.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show
8: podcast. Um, Friday by Rebecca Black turns ten this week. No. Yeah. And Already? she's yeah, and she's doing a re-release. She said, surprise. Uh this week Friday turns ten and has gone gold. And I've been cooking up a very special remix featuring some iconic people, iconic people. Mm. Iconic. So I guess it'll drop at midnight tonight. Hold on, let's so, run this real quick. Okay, so. it's
9: Friday. 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 <laughs>
8: And then so everybody started trying to guess who these features are. And were they like other YouTubers? A lot of guesses came in and Rebecca Black replied, some of you are wrong, yeah. but some of you are right with these feature guesses. And people like the na- like I don't know, the names are all over the place, but some of the guesses that people have thrown forward were BTS.
2: Oh get out. Carly no. Ra-
8: Carly Rae Jepsen. Okay, Carly Rae I could see Katy Perry,
2: no, I could
8: 100% see Katy Perry doing this. 100% I could see Katy Perry doing this.
2: Okay, so BTS, Carly Rae, yeah. Katy Perry. And, 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 and
8: like a thousand others, right? Like, like yeah, yeah. Everybody was like going off on that. But when does the remix of Me and My Poppy" come out? Oh. Do you remember that one? Do I remember this that was, one? So 10 years ago, all these songs started to be like, they were all cranked out. Uh, there was Friday. There was uh, the Chinese food song. Yeah, there. by Allison Gold I love Chinese food <laughs> You know that it's true I love fried bread I love noodles I love chow mein Chow mein Okay, yeah. so there was that one That one, they, they, these ones didn't survive As well as uh, Friday by Rebecca Black You also mentioned Me and My Puppy by Giovanna Me
9: and my puppy I'm so happy I
5: got Finally, my dream came true. Me and my puppy, she's so cute and adorable.
2: Like, that was such a cute song though So
8: much has been talked about Especially in the last, you know, five years And leading into when Donald Trump was elected And running on a campaign of Make America Great Again And everybody was, you know, their position was Oh yeah, when the hell was America great? This, <laughs> this is when America was great Is that when Friday, me and my puppy and I left Chinese food with the three biggest songs in the world I have two
2: more to play for okay, you yes. Do you remember my jeans? Yes Panama America was great. This is Jenna Rose, my jeans, by the way. <laughs> and then, I don't know if you remember, this was like underrated. Underrated, okay? What is this? Double take, Hot Problems. Hot Problems? You remember this one? There's two girls who are singing about all the problems that come with being so hot.
1: Look at me and tell me the truth. What do you do when people don't know? What we go through They see my blonde hair Blue eyes in class But they don't know I have a really big heart don't get me wrong I know that I'm hot Is this but the worst
8: of all of them? Gotta be, right? I think it's the worst effort of all of them All right, here we here
6: names, But like Miley said I can't be tamed Hot girls, we had problems too
9: We're just like <laughs> Except <we're> hot, hot. <laughs> to <laughs> yeah,
2: underrated forever. classic, right? Yeah. Underrated. When's the remix of that one coming out? <laughs> Why doesn't Katy Perry jump on the remix of that? Or BTS? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. So, Rebecca Black, Friday, turns 10 this week.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Okay, Rebecca Black is on hold. The Friday song from 10 years ago celebrates its 10-year anniversary today, Roz. And to celebrate the release of the song, she dropped a remix for it. Sounds like this... this, but um, just last week she released another
8: song. Yeah, what's it called? Girlfriend. Yeah, it's a new track. I like it.
2: Called Girlfriend. Yeah. Um, but listen to this. I, tell me you don't hear like Katy Perry type influence in the song.
0: Yeah, a little, a little Carly Ray,
8: a little Katy Perry, right? Yeah.
4: Rebecca Black? Yeah, uh-huh. like Rebecca it. Black.
2: So she makes other songs, like other than just yeah. It's Friday, yeah. it's Friday, right? Yeah. It's a new that's what you want to call Rebecca Black, welcome back to the Ross and Mocha Show. <laughs> Hello. How, How are good. you? Yeah,
8: how's it going?
6: <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you?
2: Really
8: great. uh So there's so much going on, first of all. Uh, 10 years of Friday, let's start there. What is your relationship now? Because I know you've been all over the map with how you feel about that song and what that song did to you, both the good and the bad. But what's your relationship with that track now?
7: I mean, yeah, you put it perfectly. It's been uh, quite the 10 years. And I, I think really just growing up through that has been the biggest influence and kind of has made the biggest impact on that Um at this point now, I mean, obviously, maybe some bit obviously since I've released this remix and, and, and doing this, um, I, I'm i in a good place and I've done a lot of work to um, to get here. So I'm just really, I think it's now this like really nostalgic thing for all of us, including myself in, in some way. And uh, so I'm just really excited, honestly. I can't uh, believe it. <laughs> how
2: long ago did you know that, you know, as we were approaching the 10-year anniversary of the song, that you wanted to do something to celebrate it or you wanted to drop a remix? Or in your mind, you think that, okay, that song existed 10 years ago. I'm trying to move on with my life.
7: It's been something I've wanted to do for the past couple of years, honestly. Okay. And I- First, it was a really insane idea that I didn't really think could ever happen. Uh, cause I, I had no idea if anybody would want to be a part of it. And then over the past year, really, I've been planning um, this whole thing and, and reaching out to my favorite artists and. Uh, producers. And I was like blown away by the feedback that I got and how many people were so excited about it.
8: Yeah. Cause it was really tough for you. Like when you're trying to, especially when you're that young and you're trying yeah. to, and you're trying to transition out of that viral hit thing and you know, you want to capitalize on it. So you go around looking for people who want to work with you. And it was really tough for you to find people who wanted to collaborate for a lot of years.
7: It was, it was. And I mean, it was, funnily enough on the ninth anniversary that I I talked about that and um, that really changed so much for me in the music space and I think it not only showed me but it showed a lot of people you know kind of what what the reality of of my situation was like that people didn't quite know and uh, the fact is is that there are so many people in music that maybe didn't experience Friday but have experienced some version of imposter syndrome or, you know, this kind of shared insecurity on some level. And uh, so, so many people that I admire reached out over the past year because of that. And, And, and some of that ended up leading to, you know, this Friday remix. So it's, It's kind of surreal.
2: Uh, Rebecca Black on the Raza Mocha Show uh, celebrating the
8: 10-year anniversary of Friday. Uh, We just listened to your new track, Uh, Girlfriend, and Mocha said it sounds like Katy Perry. How do you you feel about that comparison?
5: (laughs) Thank you.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, you got a little Katy Perry uh, fun vibe going with the song.
7: Appreciate it. I'm excited for you to hear what, what comes next.
8: So, um, girlfriend, that is about what?
7: Uh, it's about getting back together with my, I guess, now ex-girlfriend. But um,
8: does she know it, about it, this?
7: She does know. I mean, she's in the song. Right. <laughs> yeah, is that uh, so? Uh,
2: is that your g- actual girlfriend in the mu- or ex-girlfriend now in
7: the music video? Not in the music video. Oh, okay. Uh, that was a really dear friend of mine, but in the song and like the first uh, bit. No. Why? Why?
2: What happened? Why God. is she your ex? Why is she your ex? Is it because you didn't ask her to be in the music video? <laughs>
7: it, it, yeah, exactly. Um, Some things just, you know, end up that way. I'm, I'm great, and she's great, and it's all good. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's
8: awesome that people like it. Um, you have uh, been through, as we, we've we talked to you over the years, you've been through most, and you've come out of this. And, uh, like, I, I, I try and imagine what even me or anybody I know would have done Having dealt with the pressure that you had to deal with when you were thirteen or fourteen, or trying to rebuild after that and even you know think of stepping back into the into the music world and Mok and I are just such huge fans of you, and I think that you're one of the best examples of somebody who really had all the crap the internet could have possibly thrown at one human being, and you came out the other side and uh and we 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 love you
7: oh, well, I really appreciate you guys, and it's always. Such a pleasure to to come on here, and I've I've felt that support over the years, and it it, it really means a lot because it hasn't always been you know kind of how it is now.
2: There you go, Rebecca Black. Thank you so much for joining us once again on the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank
8: you, thank you guys so much. Here
0: we go, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
8: Doug Ford really loves them eggs, huh?
2: Oh boy, does he
8: ever Did he see this yesterday? Uh, not just he, any eggs. Uh, no, 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 the real eggs. <laughs> now, does he mean like? Because I don't know much about the breakfast sandwich at Tim Hortons. Uh-huh. Okay, but when he says like he he says real eggs, but in the commercial, because I saw it last night, they say that they just make them fresh.
11: No, no, no. The new the new thing that just happened yesterday was they now use
8: freshly cracked eggs. That's literally what I just said, as of yesterday. Right, but that's li- that's what I just said. <laughs> said <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> so what were they using before? It was just like a like a frozen kind of thing that they just yeah, heat up or something? I
2: think it was like um
8: that's sort of what like you it was, expect like from a breakfast sandwich, though. To drive pre-made, through, isn't right? It?
2: it was like pre-made, and they kept it in those um, those heating trays. Oh yeah, and then you just, sure.
8: Like, ah, what the hell's wrong with those? You get a
2: set of tongs, and you just ah, slap them on, right? Those.
8: Yeah, that everything fits. Everything's the same size circle. Yeah. I like it when everything's the same size circle. It matches. It, yes, it does. But this oh, yeah. is Doug Ford from oh, yesterday. Boy, he was lit yesterday. We're gonna go
14: down University Avenue, and hand, hand out these uh, Timmy's card. Oh, yeah, i got to give Timmy's a good plug. The best thing you guys ever did is make those real egg sandwiches. <laughs> I used to go eat those other ones. They're the best, those, those real egg sandwiches. So whoever did that at Timmy's, good for you. And as for the, the Leafs mask today, a uh, lovely lady from Etobicoke made these in her, in her house. Sure. And uh, go,
8: Leafs, go. Yeah. All, right. All right,
2: y'all get uh, to the uh,
8: business. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is this at a COVID <laughs> press conference? I imagine it was at a COVID yeah. press conference, right?
2: You know, that's a happy guy right there who had his egg sandwich.
8: Yeah, well, hey, listen, man, but I was curious about that because I, I saw the commercial for what they're doing, and I was like, I didn't know what they were doing before. Yeah, I haven't, man,
2: since the pandemic started, I yeah. haven't, like, I normally go you to Timmy's every anything? morning, Yeah, and I've, like, stopped. It's been almost a year since really, I've stopped yeah. going to the drive-thru yeah. and, like, even getting any type of breakfast breakfast food from there.
8: Yeah, I don't mind a breakfast sandwich.
11: Because McDonald's uses the freshly, because they put it in those like round sort of do they things. though?
8: Well, they're not working, frying eggs no, at McDonald's. Hang on, working
11: McHappy Day, I I did it.
8: Yeah, they're frying fresh eggs at McDonald's. Yeah, no, they are. Are, are they, they? They are. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I don't know. Into I, that like grid. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I got those little round things at home that you're supposed to cook an egg in. The silicone ones? No, no, no. They're oh. they're metal and you put it in the, the frying pan. Yeah. And then you crack your egg and you put it in this round thing. Yeah, right. I have the silicone one. So the problem is that it, it starts leaking out the bottom. I know. Right? And then I go to push my hand down on the top, but it's already in the pan. It's mine's metal, so it's scorching hot. So then I'm in there with an oven mitt and the oven mitt's hitting the top of the egg. It's a me- like it's yeah. a disaster. Maybe you need a flat top. No, it's just like I have a big giant frying pan, it's flat, right? But that thing gets hot, man. I know, I know. Right? Be careful. And then it starts leaking, and then I get upset, and then I start mucking around with it, and then I break the yolk, because I don't like my yolk broken. That's, no, that's one of the reasons why I'm not a big fan of the breakfast san- sandwiches that you buy, either at, like, Tams or McDonald's or anything else like this. I think when you get a breakfast sandwich, right, and it's not you good— You want to break the yolk yourself. Thank you. It's not good for the car, right? Huh. They make them so you can eat them behind the wheel, that's why I mean, the yolk is the way that it is. you're not supposed to be eating behind the wheel. Listen, technically, whatever. We're not supposed to be doing a lot of things that we do. Okay, Maury. Um, but I like when I get a breakfast sandwich, I yeah. like to pick the whole thing up and just give it a tiny little bit of pressure. And then that yolk pops, and then it comes screaming out all over your hands in the plate. No and then way. as you're eating it, you sop up what's on the plate. With the Ingl- sandwich. I don't sandwich. like that. I oh, don't like no, having that. That's the best eggs. way to do it. Oh, no way. it's the best way. I
11: whisk my eggs. That's a scrambled egg. Yeah, but no, but then I form, like, I do the same thing you do, but I like it all whisked together.
8: No, 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 no. You're eating the sandwich wrong, man. Yeah. You gotta have drip. Like, if you don't have drip, yeah, like, I don't... is there anything
11: worse than having that liquid run down your hand?
8: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can think of a few yeah, things. Yeah, there's a few things in life more. <laughs>
0: this is the
11: Roz
8: and Mocha Show podcast.
2: BuzzFeed put out a list of tweets that they've gathered. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. What?
8: BuzzFeed put out a list?
2: Yeah. I know. For the first time ever, (laughs) right? (laughs) It's called Brutally Real Parenting Tweets that also happen to be seriously freaking hilarious. Okay. Okay. One person tweeted, I couldn't decide if I wanted bangs or not, so I cut bangs for my daughter, and she looks awful. (laughs) Dodged a bullet there.
9: (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. so savage. There's
2: another one. The six-year-old says, do you have lots of money? Me. I'm rich in other ways, like family. Six-year-old, so you're broke. (laughs) Uh, I just made my daughter a grilled cheese sandwich, and her response was, quote, This is perfect. I bet you can't do it twice. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, she knows how to play the game. (laughs) Another person tweeted. Her son said, how old are you, mommy? Me. I'm 39. Son. Then you'll be 40. Me. Yes. Son. Then you'll be 41. Me. Yes. Son. Then you die.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's
2: about it Is my house clean and tidy and laundry folded neatly And meals prepped for the week? No But am I less stressed and making fun memories with my kids Who are playing nicely? Also no (laughs) 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 Nobody is more drunk with power than a 5 year old Telling you to go fish (laughs) Uh, This lady tweeted and said Me You have to tone down your flirting in front of the kids. Husband, why? It's good for them to see we like each other. The two-year-old runs in the room, slaps me on the butt, and yells, That ass! (laughs) Husband's like, yeah, okay. Uh, Quote, once COVID is over, it's starting to sound a lot like when my kids ask for something, and I tell them, I'll have to think about it. (laughs) Uh, Again, this is from BuzzFeed. uh, Brutally real parenting tweets that also happen to be seriously freaking hilarious. Watching my second grader type is like watching paint dry while also watching grass grow, (laughs) all while watching a pot boil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Podcast.
2: Hi, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Who's this? Hey, Roz and
5: Mocha, it's Reese. Yo, Reese, we haven't
2: talked to you in forever. Yo, you sound different. You grew up a little bit.
5: Yeah.
2: How old yeah. are you now, Reese? Um, I'm 12. What the hell? Hold on. What was the last time we? How long have we been talking to you, Reese? Because you've been calling the show a lot, like yeah. for years.
5: Yeah. I feel like it's two
8: years or one. No, it's you've been yeah, talking to us for longer than
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Your voice is changing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Sound great. Uh, what's, what's going go on?
9: on? Um,
5: I just wanted my mom wanted to tell you guys who your who her favorite is. Oh. oh. And she said, it's Roz because he's wise as an owl. Oh. <laughs> Here she is.
6: Say hi. Oh. Hi, hi. hi, Mom. Hi, How are you? I'm good. How are you guys?
2: Good. <laughs> well, I'm doing great. I don't know about Roz right now.
6: <laughs> oh, God. What did he say?
2: What? Don't you know what Reese said?
6: <laughs> no, I have no idea. I just came downstairs. I'm getting
8: oh, ready Oh, okay. So Uh-oh. why don't you, Mocha, just ask Mocha.
2: Okay. Uh, Reese's mom, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite?
6: Sorry Mocha, it's Roz for sure. Why? Because he's wise like an owl. Oh, okay,
2: yeah.
9: Okay, great. Okay, there it is so again. Wasn't
5: lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Roz, you already know my reason because he's the smoothest, coolest dude of all. Okay,
8: thanks. <laughs> all right. You know what? Uh, wow. I used to love when kids called in, man. Yeah. Now? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks,
5: guys. You have a good day. Thank you. Have a great day,
2: guys. Hi.
0: Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show
2: Podcast.
5: Podcast.
2: Hi, Roz and Mocha. Who's this?
7: Hi there. My name's Anna. How are you today?
2: Good. What's going on, Anna?
7: I just wanted to know for Roz. So I was actually driving by a couple days ago. Um, I was driving by his little lane um, oh. down in his old hometown. Don't, don't be demeaning,
2: okay? Okay. So, Roz Weston <laughs> Lane in Acton, Ontario. <laughs> yes.
7: And I mean, for such a smooth, cool guy, I was wondering why his lane is so smooth, cool uh, plowed.
8: What's wrong with it? It's not plowed. Yeah. They don't plow my lane.
7: No, it's it's kind of it's kind of.
9: Full oh, of snow. No, okay. Not So can't. this
2: laneway <laughs> that was dedicated to to our very own Roz um, is right behind the Tim Hortons and the beer store yeah. in Acton, and we actually got a call from somebody else who lives out there. I think it was in the fall or in the summertime. Uh, he called a couple of times to say that the town of Acton they weren't um, they weren't mowing the lawn.
8: No, it was all overgrown with weeds.
2: Right, and yeah. it was dirty oh, and disgusting, and, uh, <laughs> and and I believe we talked to the mayor. And the mayor said he was going to try to get it all sorted out and make sure it looked nice.
8: Yeah. So, I don't know how that happens. Like, I don't know why it's not on the list of things to plow. Like, it it, it makes no sense to me. Like, do people not use it? Like, is nobody using it? I guess it's not. not. It's not a priority. But, listen. Because, like, plows have to go down that street
2: (laughs) (laughs) anyway, right? Both streets.
8: It goes between two streets. I know. So,
2: like, you're telling me that a plow goes by one yeah. way and then goes yeah. down the other street. Yeah. Sandwich in between is Ross right. Weston Lane. And that they don't even go through that like down that lane? No, and I was and I was no God. Let me ask you this.
11: Yes. It, because it's the winter time, if something happens, are you at fault? No, I'm not. Why would I be at
8: <laughs> fault? Because <it's> your name. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. Oh Do you think, God, we, we we think somebody, If somebody slips on Chris Hadfield way, that he's going to be on the yeah. hook for it? No. Or, 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 or on uh, Mike Myers? Like yeah. You, you think Wayne's World <laughs> is going to come <laughs> and take yes. care of that situation? That's right. For, on
2: his street, the street that's named after him?
8: Yeah. They're going after Martin Luther King's family? No. <laughs> okay. It doesn't It doesn't that's work. True. It doesn't work that way. I don't even know but slip and fault. All lawyers, you. All of my ass. No, um, listen. I, I'm. It, it breaks my heart a little bit to see that my that Ros Weston Lane is not taken care of and it's not plowed. Um, I would like it to be that way, but hey, you know what are you going to do? We're we're I'm up against uh, city budgets here.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey Anna, two things. Number one, you could call the mayor's office at some point today and ask okay. them to uh, to plow that lane or number 2 just go get a shovel.
7: It's my birthday today so I'm not going
2: to shovel. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> Enjoy wow. my day. Happy birthday <laughs> no, first maybe, of all. Maybe <laughs> <tomorrow>. <laughs> yeah.
8: Also also it's it's pretty huge. It's not wide but it's very long. <laughs> and, <laughs> what? Yeah, You definitely <laughs> need a plow. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know Happy what, birthday don't, Anna. Don't, don't <laughs> call, maybe we don't thank call that. You. you don't want too many complaints about your lane. I know I'm worried some of them are going to pull it down cuz it's too much trouble, but it's obviously it takes they're, they're not putting any effort into it so I don't know why they pull it down. I'm just asking for a little bit of effort. Even Don't even have to plow. Like, just plow like enough for somebody to walk through it at least, like one row. Just run the snow plow like once. Yeah. From end to end, that's it. Boom, I'm fine. Yeah, that's super unfortunate. Yeah. Anyway, thanks. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs>
9: thanks, <laughs> Anna. Thank you. Bye. Thanks.
6: Take care,
0: guys. Bye. Yeah. The Roz
2: and Mocha Show Podcast.
6: Podcast.
2: Yo, yo, Rosamoco, who's this? Yo, 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 yo.
3: Fabian! Yo, what's going on, man? Uh, what's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, man, I'm living the life, bro. Yeah. I'm living the life because of you guys.
9: How's the Rosamoco <laughs> weed that you're farming?
3: <laughs> it's coming along good, man, but a couple of days ago, I'm at the grocery store up where I live. Uh-huh. Some guy comes up to me and goes, yo, are you Fabian? I'm like, yeah, that's me. He goes, Oh my God, bro, I listen to you all the time on the Roz and Mocha show. No. I'm a big yeah, I'm a big fan of yours. I recognized you from Instagram. The whole nine yards. <laughs> so, I, I, he was asking me questions about how to grow. I hooked him up on some you know, info. I told him where I shop. He went there yesterday. Even them called me and said, Yo, your fan is here at our store <laughs> i'm like seriously they're like yeah but then the store messages me and says hey is it possible that you go to the Raza mocha show and say our name and let them know we want to give the fans a 10 percent discount <laughs> no, ever? No, no 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 we can't do
9: that fabian no we cannot
2: okay. absolutely cannot okay. do
3: that okay.
9: right?
2: no. we have no All problem right. talking to you about your quest to grow Razamoka weed, but we cannot give a shout-out to the (laughs) store that you get your supplies from or that you're referring customers to.
3: Okay. Yeah, no. a done deal. I respect that. Anyway, this is amazing, man. I'm like on cloud nine right now, guys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My man says even when he hears me at work and he can't, like, and he misses me and misses what I talk about, he'll go back on the podcast just to try to find what I (laughs) said.
8: (laughs) <laughs> you got to get Fabian on the payroll. God, man. Wow. Yo, this is
3: amazing, man. Yeah, I love dude. it, man. How, I love how, it. how is the weed growing? Oh, it's, they're going good, man. I think by uh by Wednesday next week I'm going to transplant them all into a bigger pot. Wow. Oof. Yeah, man, they're coming along good. They're, they're yeah. actually pretty healthy. I'm impressed. So, just want to let you know that I actually met a fur my first fan at a grocery store. Oh shoot!
9: And uh,
3: you know, you it's you to start, you're
2: gonna have to start employing some security from now on.
3: I think I'm going to. You know, I also was telling my wife, do you think I could start using that line? Hey, do you know who I am? <laughs> do you know who
9: I am?
8: No, no. Do not no, use man. that line, Fabian. Let me tell. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Fabian. Okay, if you <laughs> yeah. ever, if you ever use the line, do you know who I am? You before you say the. Those words, you need to make damn sure that the person standing directly beside the person you're saying it to knows who the hell you are. No.
9: <laughs> that's, that's that's true. Okay. okay. You know? Because
8: guaranteed you're gonna say it to somebody and they're gonna say no, and there's gonna be nobody there to back you yeah. up. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Much so love, man, I love, you guys, man. I love you guys.
8: This is the Roz
0: and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
5: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix?
3: Roz
2: and Mocha got you. Hi Maggie, how are you?
6: I'm good, how are you?
2: We're doing good. Uh, all the way out in Vancouver, what's going on?
6: I'm being asked to sign a cohab, and I don't want to.
8: What is a cohab?
6: A uh, cohab is like a prenup before you move in with your significant other, whereas the prenup is before uh, marriage.
8: Okay, so you wrote us this. Yeah, Razamoka, please fix my life. How do I come to an agreement with my boyfriend? Uh, This came to light when he decided to purchase a place with his parents, and it would be our first time moving out of our family home and moving in together. Uh, You guys have been together for seven years. So um, how do you feel about this?
6: Well, I think I feel upset and feel like it's like a lack of trust in the relationship, and especially since, like, multiple times I've expressed, you know, I understand this is your place, and I'm not, like, a malicious person where— I would be taking something that's not mine. Mm -hmm. Um, And so obviously I feel like it's like a lack of trust and faith in me and our relationship.
8: I know it feels like that now. Mm -hmm. Right. And it really does, but you're not uh, these types of situations like a prenup or whatever, a cohab agreement. um, These are not designed for what if you get married today and then divorce tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. These are things that, are for way, way, way down the road. And most times, the way that I feel about it anyway, Mm -hmm. is that most times if your relationship won't survive a prenup, it won't survive a marriage.
6: Mm -hmm.
2: Like how has your relationship been in the past seven years?
6: I mean, there are times that are rocky and where I feel like he always wants to win in the fight and not really try to understand
2: how I feel right have you ever broken up then got back together
6: um yes we have yeah oh,
8: okay it's insurance don't look at it as some sort of slap in the face or lack of faith okay it's it's in it's insurance and that is the only way to look at it okay so if you guys decide to couple up and you get married Maybe you get life insurance. You don't get life insurance because you think that the person's going to die tomorrow. You get life insurance of a just in case, okay? Mm-hmm. You, you don't get you don't get house insurance because you know you're going to start a grease fire, um, but you you get it because you know you have to have it, and, and, and that's what it's and that's what it's there for. Um, prenups are their ways to ensure the ending doesn't get ugly. It's still going to get ugly. and It's still going to hurt like hell. But the thing that I will say to you is, go in this as a go in this as a partner. and if somebody is putting a, an agreement a relationship agreement together on your behalf and you let it happen, um, you've done the absolute wrong thing. And that is, you know, if you're going to go through with this, you need your own lawyer because I guarantee you their lawyer or whoever put this together is only putting something together that protects them. It's going to be very one sided. So you can go in to this and just even it all out. And that's what lawyers do. And let lawyers do what lawyers do, and then you guys can just continue on with your with your relationship. And it doesn't, I know it feels like a giant thing and a slap in the face and a lack of faith and all this stuff, but I think that if you went ahead and got your own lawyer, you guys could work something out fairly painlessly, and then you won't even ever think about it again.
6: Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like I agree, I understand the concept of the agreement and I understand what you're saying. It's just like, how do I get past like how I'm feeling is is the issue
2: it's because just, just think of actors. it
8: because think of it as insurance it's nothing other than insurance okay
2: because if you don't even care not that you don't care but let's say you know what you were saying to him about you don't want any of his stuff his stuff is his stuff like Exactly. Right. So then, what's the difference of signing a prenup or a
8: cohab? But that's what,
6: they, what, like, what's the point of sign? And why do I need to sign a prenup to prove myself? Though that's how I feel. Yeah, but it's
8: you're like, getting. Get yeah, but if you guys get married, you're getting. It's. It's. You're dealing with legal arrangements on legal arrangements on legal arrangements at that point. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, that—that's that, just the reality of marriage. And when marriages, you know, end—I'm not saying yours is going to end—but when they end, they can—they have the potential to be very, you know, very hurtful and very destructive. And that's usually where all the hurt comes from—is you know, after the—is after the fact, and that's where all the fighting happens. And if a—if a marriage is going to end, it's terrible enough. And to be able to sort of deal with the arrangement ahead of time, not saying that it's going to happen, but to be able to deal with the arrangement ahead of time, I think that if it did come down to ending, you would be very happy that you did it at the beginning.
6: Yeah. It's also the fact that, like, you know, you are your environment. And my environment, my friends, my parents, you know, my closest circle also don't have this either. They don't sure. they haven't gone through this either, right? And sure. So to me, it just seems like it's just so different and... Yeah, something that's like hurtful in the beginning.
2: I wonder if it's his parents that are pushing him to.
6: Uh, yeah, his parents to have, have you, you sign it.
2: because they're uh, like, yeah. you know, they're they're involved in the 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 purchasing of this new home.
6: Yeah, that's what he's mentioned that his yeah. parents do support him in this.
2: Yeah,
6: which also makes it doesn't like doesn't make me feel very good.
8: No, I know, but you got you can't not take it personally. I, I get that, but what is there an option to not take the parents' money?
6: Um, he's already taken it and it's okay. already done. We were gonna purchase it together, but like because we didn't, he uh, said that we have to have like the same amount of down payment, which mm-hmm. obviously is like fifty fifty. And his parents wanted to put more down for him, so
8: right. I I, I get sucks. Like I oh, feel so for it's you. it's his parents' money, not his. Yeah.
6: It's like his parents' money, basically. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay.
8: yeah. and it's I, I get it. It's it, and it sucks. It hurts like hell. And and don't feel weird for you know feeling those feelings, but you know look at it as insurance and you guys are going to be just fine. All right. All right, Maggie. Get a lawyer, Maggie, get a lawyer. Not of his course, lawyer, yeah. not and not his lawyer.
6: Independent lawyer.
8: Independent lawyer. Yeah. Your lawyer talks to his lawyer, and you guys barely make a peep, okay? Okay. And just hammer out something. And if, and if you say, hey, listen, we want to sign this agreement together, the only pa- the only caveat is it's got to be even. And then he's like, it's got to be even. And then that's the directive to the lawyers, and then they do lawyer things.
2: Sounds good. Okay. Thank you. Okay.
5: Thanks, Maggie. You take
9: care. Thanks.
8: Bye. Ros and Mocha's Fix My Life
5: on KISS.
8: They arrested Bruce Springsteen in New Jersey for DUI or DWI as they call it down there, uh, which is crazy because the big story over the weekend was that Jeep got Springsteen to do a Super Bowl commercial, mm-hmm. which was unprecedented because Springsteen just doesn't do this kind of stuff I've and that's never, why it,
2: I can't re- ever remember seeing him endorse no. anything
8: no it's like just, any type of product or yeah, he just doesn't do that. it, but they, they they sort of made it uh, you know about the sort of bigger issues. Facing America but here's a clip of the the Jeep commercial that was
13: uh, standing on the exact center of the lower 48 it never closes all are more than welcome to come meet here in the middle it's no secret the middle has been a hard place to get to lately between red and blue between servant and citizen between our freedom and our fear. So, now fear has never been the
8: best. He was arrested DWI, for DWI, but the controversy around this is the that problem. the arrest actually happened in November.
2: Oh wow!
8: Okay, this ad ran when? It's Super Bowl. So oh, Jeep has pulled this from YouTube. They pulled this the the Springsteen ad from their YouTube channel, and now people are pissed off because they think that it was deliberately concealed. To allow the all on. of this stuff to run, and it's only coming out now because the deal with Jeep is done, or whatever it is. Do you think that Jeep knew? I don't know. About I don't. It yeah, like,
2: you have to assume. Okay, so it happened in November.
8: November fourteenth. It was at uh, Gateway National Recreation Area. So I guess it was like a national park or something like that, yeah. or like a conservation. And then when did they area? film
2: the Jeep commercial? Who knows? Who knows? And, Who knows? and it doesn't matter no. at this point whether it was filmed after or before. Like at some point they. I don't actually. I don't know if they would have known.
8: So he was um, busted for uh, driving while well intoxicated, uh, reckless driving, and consuming alcohol in a closed area. Uh, though it hasn't been confirmed, a source told the Asbury Press Park, the Asbury Park Press, that Springsteen's blood alcohol level was .02, which is only actually a quarter of the limit in New Jersey. Um, but I don't know if you saw this yesterday. Michael Rappaport had some thoughts on this, and he does oh, not man. agree with arresting Bruce Springsteen in New Jersey.
13: Yo, they arrested Bruce Springsteen. I love this guy in Jersey <laughs> on a DWI. Listen, I know you gotta pay the costs to be the boss, okay, and all that. <laughs> but Bruce Springsteen in Jersey, if he's not driving 97 miles per hour on the <laughs> wrong side of the road in a tractor trailer. You let the boss go, would you arrest Tony Soprano, Tony S in Jersey, no. Would you arrest Frank Sinatra in Jersey, no. Would you arrest Lawrence Taylor in Jersey? I mean, that could happen, but Bruce Springsteen, you arrest the boss in Jersey, that's like arresting Jesus in Jerusalem. They need to arrest the cop that arrested Bruce Springsteen, and he was like, oh, no one deserves preferential treatment. Bruce Springsteen put that (laughs) hole, no disrespect to Jersey, my mom lives in Jersey, no disrespect to Jersey, but Bruce Springsteen put that (laughs) swampy (laughs) hole on the (laughs) map. Get the (laughs) out of here with this
8: <laughs> okay, hold on. He's he's trolling, right? He's, a, he's Michael Rapaport is one of the world's greatest trolls. Yeah, he yes. is trolling because I, sometimes he does I, get I,
2: passionate I, about things and he goes
8: off. Yes, but I do believe that there is there is some. I do believe that he believes some of what he's saying. But no, he is a uh, fantastic troll. But yeah, that's the story. see busted for DWI.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast
8: i got to stop reading about coronavirus, man. It's driving what? me nuts. I don't know. What are you reading now? Nothing. Just like every, everything. Yeah, just everything. everything.
11: South African strain, just the UK everything, strain. Everything,
8: everything. Is it
11: everything. Uh, now Ontario or parts of Ontario, now we're going to be able to shop again soon? Is it too soon?
8: Yeah, I don't know, man.
2: Eileen Villa, Dr. Eileen Davila is saying it's too soon. I don't know if it's too soon. Um, There's going to be nothing
8: left. I don't even I'll know. I'll tell
2: you that. I'm just like so confused because they were like, okay, the, the reopening plan, here's the plan. Yeah. But then you see, it's like, okay, well, you still can't do this, you still can't do this. There's it was like more people of, in the stores now. More of stuff that you still can't do yeah. as opposed to what you
8: no, it's ridiculous. are being allowed and to And what do. I read is
11: like things will be able to open up, but uh, hair salons
8: can't. It's so stupid. It's stupid.
2: And you still can't have people over at your house.
8: No, I get that. I get that because jabronis are going to sit around in their living rooms and take their masks off. I no, get that. For sure. I get that. That's fine,
2: right? But then the thing with I've the no, stores, I no problem with that. Instead of fifty percent, like I the can, last time, like, now
8: it's twenty five percent, right? Like, yeah, like it's it's. I can go to, like, you can walk into a Dairy Queen. <laughs> okay, It's true. You can walk into a Dairy Queen, mm. but I can't walk into next door at the Home Hardware. No, no, right? Because like, there's less people
2: in the dairy You get cream. An ice cream, you get no wood. R-
8: yes, thank you. I can't get a screw. No. Nothing, right? I need a nut. Shut up, Maury. What's the matter with you? I words. <laughs> I know. Right? I can't go and buy, like, silicone lube, Maury. <laughs> okay.
2: Like you have some home and, stuff too, and, to and rope
8: and tarps.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but if you want, you can get a tasty right. blizzard. But I can
8: get a tasty blizzard, right? Yeah. But I But th- it's th- just none of it makes oh, sense, man. and, I, I, and I, an I, don't alo- right I don't think I'm alone. I don't think I'm alone in this. That none of this stuff makes sense to it me. Doesn't. It doesn't. I had to get my dog's haircut. It's absolutely ridiculous. And we had to enter. You did th- not. I'm going to correct you right now. You did not have to get your dog's haircut. Yeah. Okay.
11: We did. We went to get, but because the the uh, right. dog spas are open, but you have to enter through the back
2: door.
8: Right. Yes. You chose to get your dog's hair. You you, yeah. you didn't have to get your dog's hair. Yo, haircut.
2: I'll tell you, Jenna learned how to cut Tig's hair. Yeah, really, a golden golden retriever. Yeah, so he g- gets hair everywhere. Right, and over the pandemic, she learned. How does he sit still? Pro. Really? Huh? Yeah, he looks good. Like, I can put really? him in
8: Westminster now. Yeah? yeah. Really, huh? Is yeah. show ready? Oh, he is ready. Really? Yeah. Well, you can't, though, because you can't buy a leash anywhere.
2: Oh, yeah,
8: that's true. Because <laughs> right? those, all, those all those joints are closed.
0: <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Our girl Katy Perry was on Kimmel last night, Roz. I don't know if you saw this. Did not. Talking about everything from Super Bowl... Because if you remember, she performed famously, 2015, Halftime Show. I liked it. That's that's when Left Shark was born, right? It was, yeah. yeah. And she was asked uh, about her thoughts on The Weeknd's performance. She said she liked it. And then Kimmel brought up the fact that The Weeknd allegedly spent $7
12: million of his own money. I heard he spent $7 million of his own money on that performance. Did you have to spend your own money on it?
1: I mean, I don't remember spending anything like that. Maybe, like, you know, thousands of extra dollars.
12: What kind of a thing is that, that you have to pay for your own stuff at the Super Bowl? Well,
1: you get a budget, yeah. and sometimes your dreams are bigger than the budget, and I see. like, you know yeah you, you have to be realistic i think that was a really big a really i mean all that was amazing
12: is that how left shark came in you're like you know what we <laughs> got gotta to meet cut the, budget. the budget somewhere <laughs> <laughs> and they also uh, brought up the
2: fact that she's still a new mom um her daughter daisy will be six months old at the end of this month and she was asked about having a baby during covid and whether or not orlando bloom was allowed to be in the hospital, uh, in the hospital room with her.
12: Having a baby during the speaking of COVID, was Orlando allowed in the room, in the delivery room with you? He was. He was. That's he good. Was.
1: He was so. Um, he was such a great support. He, we had like a little boom box, and um, he was there, and he was so wonderful, and just like holding my hand and looking into my eyes. And that's
12: good because one slip, and you never you hear about for the whole rest of your life. <laughs>
1: Like you, you want to film it But you also want to be present So there's a fine line Yeah, yeah Did know. he
12: film? Did he do the Yeah, yeah. He,
1: he was great he, I highly recommend it.
12: Okay. is he doing this for others?
1: Yes, he should <laughs>
12: <laughs> You know,
2: I remember When Cruz was born I didn't film anything Did I even take pictures? I took a picture I think before mm-hmm. And then after mm-hmm. But I didn't take pictures Like during And I definitely didn't film
8: I filmed I'll tell you what was actually really sweet because I forgot about it. I didn't film anything as sort of Catherine was in in actual like pushing mode. Yeah. But before before and after I did. I I filmed uh I filmed a bunch of stuff. And then I never I and then I never did anything with it, right? Uh-huh. It was just sort of you film it in the moment and then when the kid comes home, you just have so much to do. But I'll tell you one of the sweetest things ever was And I still can't believe that she did this now that I think about it. I haven't thought about it in years. But I did all the filming, and I documented everything. And then Catherine, a year later, took it all and cut it together. Oh, really? And turned it into a Father's Day gift for me. Oh, my God. That is so sweet. Instead of documenting her sort of day in labor oh, she took man, all that got she, a real one. she took all that footage and so and cut nice. it all together for me for father's day my first father's day oh that's super was, super nice which was incredible yeah
2: um katie perry talking to jimmy kimmel about being a new mom uh her album smile was released on august 28th and her daughter daisy also the name of one of the songs on the album was born two days before so mm-hmm. she had to deal with you know being a new mom but also Mm -hmm. releasing this brand new record
1: nobody Mm -hmm. talks about the first six weeks after you have the baby oh my god that's wild what a roller coaster i know that I, i had actually i had my fifth album coming out and I, and I gave birth um, at Cedars and, you know, every other album cycle, there'd be, like, some kind of celebration or party or dinner or whatever, you know, but this time, I was giving birth to the greatest gift of all, for me, and then um, my album came out the next day and I was in the hospital and I could not uh, wipe my own butt. <laughs> and I was like... Is, I,
12: that, is that usually how you celebrate? No. Right? no, and I was like, this is the most unusual <laughs>
9: album
1: release day for me, and I love it.
9: Here we go. The
0: Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast.
2: It was announced last week that Aaron Carter will be taking on former NBA star Lamar Odom in a celebrity boxing match in June. Why would he do this? As he started training, Aaron Carter returns to the Raza Mogi show. How you doing, man? What's up, guys? Why are you
8: fighting uh, uh, Lamar Odom?
15: I just thought it would be easy. I already beat Shaq. Oh,
8: jeez, man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, for
2: real, though, how serious are you taking this?
15: Have you ever seen me hit a punching bag? Uh, to be honest, no. No, me. I've, I've never seen me either one. <laughs> no, I, I'm <laughs> taking it very seriously. I mean, um, it's it's not anything that's like you know planned out. There's no discussion and no secret meetings. It's like we're gonna do it like this and do it like that. So I just that's one thing I like to to keep uh, keep real with people. You know, like 100 percent real with people. So training has been kind of crazy. I mean, I just, I did a. Uh, I bulked up so I got I got I got up to real heavy like I'm like I'm like 180 right now so I'm six foot 180 pounds wow and I'm like you know a lot of people know like I have I'm notorious like with my weight issues going up and down and up mm-hmm. and down and uh so it's actually it's just it's helped me get healthy and um you know not so stressed out and it's an exciting thing. It's kind of different, you know.
8: We, we've all, we sort of, we everybody, we've all seen, you know, uh, your career and everything that you've gone through over the years. What did the doctors say about this and about you sort of jumping in and agreeing to do something like this? Like, is everybody in your life, you know, all for this, or did you have to convince some people that maybe this was something that you wanted to do despite what they what they said?
15: No, I don't answer to anyone. So. Um, oh, wow. So. I am my own boss, and what I say goes.
8: Did anybody try and talk kind of you out cruel? of
15: this? No, actually, surprisingly, you know, nobody did. <laughs> oh wow! My, my, I, I would think my mom would be the first one to do it, but she was just like, "Oh, that would be easy."
8: Did your mom try and talk you out of um, doing the the cam soda stuff? No. No. But, but, <laughs> no. She, she can't talk to me out of Cam Soda. She can't talk to me out of OnlyFans. I'm
15: already doing it.
8: You're already doing it. because um, a lot of people have had to come up with creative ways during COVID to to make money because nobody can tour, nobody can do nobody can do a show. Is that how much does that play into this? Both the the Cam Soda, the OnlyFans stuff, and the and the fight.
15: Um, I mean, I would actually say last year I had a more lucrative year last year surprisingly than I have in like the last four or five years. You know, I, I opened up the only things that it's funny how that happened because I told my, my fiance that I'm with now. Cause she, she had it first and I was like, I don't want you on that. Mm-hmm. I, I said, I, I'm going to open up one. enough. if I make more than you make it a month and in a week, then you have to get rid of yours and I'll do it. And I'll take you off of it. <laughs> and so I did it. And I, I mean, I made like 30 grand, in like an hour, so I was
8: like, okay, you're done. Okay, so wait a second here. So beca- you didn't want your fiancé being on OnlyFans, so you decided to open nope. your own OnlyFans, and then you made more money than, than she did on OnlyFans, so you now told her that she cannot do OnlyFans, but you can?
15: Well, no, she didn't. She she was the one who kind of made the little barter. She was, like, oh. joking. She didn't really know that. So I, she's retired I from OnlyFans, it.
8: and now it's all on you? And now it's all on me.
9: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're out commit every day.
15: Hey, you know what? I don't feel like I'm doing anything crazy or anything wrong, and nobody's really judged me for it. And, you know, what? they could judge all they want, but I'm laughing all the way to the bank, literally, like, giggling. What gets, the,
8: what gets the best reaction? Like, what do you get the most requests for on something like OnlyFans or Camp Soda? What do people Although really
15: want? I get I get feet. They love feet. Really? Uh, um. Uh. Now that I'm getting... <laughs> <laughs> now that i'm getting happier they like they like pictures of my belly it's, it's just you know it's it's just very kinky stuff yeah it's wow. it's, 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 it's kind of hard to explain you know a lot of people did you know open up OnlyFans, and i told melanie i said i was like watch i said right after i do it watch people are going to do it back to back and of course I was right.
2: So now, do you have to, like, take extra care of your feet just in case someone keeps asking for photos or videos? No, I said my oh. dirty ass
9: feet okay. <laughs> really? <huh? laughs> are you, it's so wild.
0: So,
2: <laughs> Eric Carter on the Razamogu <laughs> Show, you got this fight with Lamar Odom coming up on June 12th, uh, three rounds in Atlantic City. Um, how You talked about training earlier. Have you enlisted the help of, like, a personal trainer? Do you have, like, a boxing coach? Do you Have you assembled, like, your team? Um. Still,
15: kind of doing that. Um, my plan was to have, you know, my, my plan was to have my mom as my coach on, on the sideline, but um, she's having some some health complications, so I don't think she's going to be able to make it for that. Unfortunately,
8: mm-hmm. I'm I'm, gonna, I'm reaching out to
15: Shaq to see if he wants to be in the corner.
8: You had said in the in the in the announcement video for this that you'd been in tons of street fights when you were younger. Is that true?
15: Oh yeah, I broke my hands,
8: my knuckles plenty of times. Who uh, who so. are you, who were you fighting in the streets? Uh, I would just bullies. I got
15: bullied a lot as a kid. It, it was either guys like liked me, or they didn't like me at all, and they like would try to beat me up and do stuff like that.
2: Was this all during the time when a, you when you had a career uh, in in singing when you were still like that young kid that we all grew up knowing?
15: I'll be, I was ba- I was a bad I was bad little kid then. When I was like 15, 16, 17, I mean, I was drug, I was doing drug deal stuff, things that you probably wouldn't expect me to be doing <laughs> when I'm also singing "I Want Candy." When I was like fifteen, I started getting getting into into some trouble. My parents divorced, and then it was like all bets were kind of off, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. oh yeah, I can I could party now, and I could do whatever I want. And I got I got those those partying years over at like fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. By the time I turned eighteen, I mean I was like I couldn't I couldn't do couldn't do that stuff anymore so
8: and look at you now you're, you're playing guitar naked on the internet and you're about to fight a giant
15: did I play oh yeah I did do that <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot
2: you got so many requests you forget.
8: I shouldn't have to be the one that reminds you that you played guitar naked on the internet <laughs> hey man I, were you watching
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey Aaron Carter thank you very much for taking time out of here today to kick it with us on the Ross and Mocha show we appreciate it man
15: of course I miss you Canada I love you guys so much
0: this is the Ros and Mocha show
2: podcast a couple weeks ago here on the Raza Moga Show, Dammit Mori had revealed that he had paid $50 for a pack of the specialty Lady Gaga Oreo cookies. Oh, God, we're back with the Gaga cookies? <laughs> yeah, because they were only available Jesus. in the States. Yes. And. The the cookie, um the actual cookie was like green and I think the cream Stale. filling on the inside was pink mm-hmm. and they weren't that great. No,
8: right? But they were gaga cookies, it's a collector's item and Maury found them on a collector's site online and you paid yeah, fifty, $50 to dollars to have them I, ship from the United States. Yeah, and of America. I just got
11: my visa statement in the mail. Right. And for okay. That. It's bad, right? Yeah, dot, dot, dot. Yeah.
8: So
2: then uh, a couple days later, uh, Kayla, who listens to the Razamoga show from Texas, sent me a picture from the grocery store yeah. of, like, a whole rack, like, a whole bunch of Lady Gaga cookies. And they were, like, packs of, like, 25 or something like that. Yeah. And they were three ninety-seven. Yep. So uh, my DMs have been blowing up, guys. No joke that the Lady Gaga Oreo cookies are in Canada. And available oh <laughs> at a place god. about an hour away from here now, right? <laughs> look at this inventory. Oh my There's god. So oh much. My god. Oh my god. So they have much.
8: they have more gaga than they do O'Henry. Yeah. <laughs> look at all that, right? Oh
2: <laughs> okay, but now in fairness,
11: when you commit to spend fifty dollars, you're committed.
2: <laughs> so these
11: ones here be in
2: committed. Canada $3.99. <laughs> <laughs> I
11: would spend that on
8: gas. (laughs) Right? Oh, God. Oh man! Text that to Matthew right now, (laughs) would you? I hope
2: you enjoy them cookies.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
5: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix.
2: Roz and Mocha got you. All right, Mika joins us right now. What's going on?
16: Uh... Okay, so, I found pictures and videos of naked women on my husband's phone.
8: Oh, uh, what do I do? So, yeah, you wrote us this. uh hey, Raza Mocha fixed my life, that yes, there were, in fact, Uh, Pictures and videos, screenshots from Tinder and text conversations with people from Tinder. When I confronted him, he said it doesn't mean anything and is harmless. He says it's the difference in women and men's perspective. Is that true? Uh, He doesn't think it qualifies as cheating because he claims to never have had sex with any of them. So how did you find all this stuff on his
2: phone?
16: (laughs) So all these years, like I've never cared about, you know, going into his phone, asking for his passcode or anything, because I trust him completely, Well, mm-hmm. trusted him completely. And one day, I was talking to my mama, driving uh, to pick him up for work, from work, and my phone died. And, you know, thinking, hey, my mom's probably going to panic, that you know, I, just, I was driving, and my phone just stopped, died. So I was like, hey, can I borrow your phone to call my mom? And um, I called my mom. She didn't pick up, so I was scrolling through the text to text her, and I see a Do Not Disturb sign beside a female name, so I click on it and I scroll through the conversation. And, you know, part of me does feel wrong that I went through his phone like that, you know, but um, found these conversations that were very clearly inappropriate to my mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I confronted him, he's like, you know, he was just frustrated and venting and it didn't mean anything. I just got a sense that he was lying and there was more. So I went into his uh, work phone and that's where I found all these screenshots, Snapchat videos. Um, of naked women
2: and he you found out he's got a tinder profile too
16: yeah on his work phone and he used to travel a lot for work so i guess um his thing was that hey i would just travel and i'd be tired or you know with nowhere to go in a hotel room sitting there in the evening so i was just looking
2: but he's also having conversations
16: exactly like huh. he's having sexual conversations where other women are sending him you know pictures off their private areas and uh,
8: what was he sending them um, Can you I don't tell? think he
16: sent them any pictures. Um, he was just like talking sexually to them
8: on the, on the work phone. So he, obviously he didn't, this meant enough to him that if you found it, you would react this exact way. That's why he put it all on his work phone. The idea of, you know, is it cheating? Is it not cheating? Are, are you like, if you played this out with him, when he says it means nothing, it's not cheating. What Mm -hmm. does, what does he expect? Like, does he expect you to just be cool if he just continuously does this for the duration of your lives together? Like, what is, like, how, how cool are you supposed to be with this kind of thing? Did he say, I'll never do this again? I understand, you know, that this this hurts, and it was awful, and I really shouldn't have been doing it. I get that, you know, you see it as a complete slap in the face and betrayal, and my God, I made a huge mistake. It really meant nothing to me. Or did he just say, hey, this means nothing, and then that was it?
16: No, I think he said it meant nothing, but he's like, I never knew that you would actually get hurt over this. I never now that knew. I know.
2: On. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God, Mika, this, not to diss t- t- your husband or anything, but that dude is okay. straight trash. Okay in my opinion, and he does not respect you or your relationship whatsoever. That's just my opinion, though.
16: That's the thing, guys, and I want to reach out to you for this, right? Because, like, I've been married for less than a year. We're actually going to be having our anniversary in about two weeks, the one year. I did move out um, from, you know, our place together that we got. I was like, you know, whatever this is, you need to figure it out because he said that he understands that it hurts me and he wants to respect me, so he will change and he will not change for because he wants to change and he sees something wrong in it. But because now he just realized that oh, my wife actually thinks it's uh, not right, right. because yeah, he got, because caught.
8: got caught. Because yeah. he got caught. He's not. He yeah. Okay. So I'm not saying that you need to cut somebody out of your life. P- and marriages have survived much worse than this, and mm-hmm. the people and the people involved go on to have long and happy lives together. Like that's just fact. Okay. Um, but what you can't have is you can't have a marriage where there are trust issues where you will constantly be wondering what he's up to like if he tells you you know in three weeks from now that he's got to go away for the night for work are you going to be okay with that like are you going to be sitting at home with not a care in the world or is this going to drive you nuts you will always be wondering
16: Mm -hmm. no absolutely
8: repairing the trust is very very difficult and if he doesn't understand that what he did was was a mistake and it's not like i'm just sorry i got caught and wow you reacted really harshly to this okay i guess that's weird then like that like none of that flies because that's just not responsibility and that is not in any way him letting you know that he values your relationship and your trust and, and your love and your time
16: you know, he's. Um, he said he's gonna go into therapy, and we can try couples counseling. You know, he definitely says he loves me, and that's one part. I. Do you want to believe, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. because I've spent five years with this guy and Mm -hmm. uh, it's not that I can paint him, with just one brush, right? Like the bad part was him, but there was also a lot of good parts and that was still him too.
8: There's a need though. And, 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 and boredom isn't the answer. He has, he, 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 he's getting something out of this that he feels that he needs, or there's a reason why he doesn't want to take those feelings that he has and direct them towards you that there's there's something he's getting out of this that he needs to work out with somebody and maybe that person is you and a therapist or whatever it is but you got to get to the why
16: right no absolutely no thank you guys it just really clears my mind a lot and helps me you know get on track with where i should be okay
2: all right girl thanks for reaching out
16: no worries are you guys gonna ask me the question
2: Oh. oh damn I mean, I wasn't because it was a pretty sensitive topic that whatever. we just covered off Come here. On. But, <laughs> Mika, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite?
16: Okay, Mocha, I love you, but it's Roz. Oh, interesting. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> Whenever somebody says Roz, it's always like, oh, because he's so straight up. And, you know, he can be quite rude or whatever. But
9: <laughs> <I just personally, laughs>
16: yeah. Okay, personally, I think I've been listening to you guys since I was like a teenager, like, you know back, I don't know, in two thousand eight or something. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like as I have grown, some of the best life advice I have gone for, gotten from Russ. Really? I very sordid and I you know, I find that very commendable. Like it's I have a lot of respect for that. So hmm.
8: thank you. Well you are you're like dad advice. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Right? Basically, no what you're saying? But no, like all cool, cool like, yeah, cool young best friend.
2: <laughs>
8: <laughs>
2: okay. Thank you, Mika.
16: <laughs> Thank you, guys. Take care.
2: Bras and mochas fix my life.
16: On Kiss.
2: Uh, YouTubers. I want to talk about one in particular. Please. We've never heard of him, but you know all these prank videos. That people do, and they try to get famous off of, right? Yeah. There's a story out of Nashville, Tennessee, where a prank video did not go the way this kid wanted it to to go. So let this be maybe a warning or a lesson or just hear this story if you're a young person, you got a YouTube channel, or you want to be famous on YouTube, and you think prank videos or TikTok, and you think prank videos are the way to go. There really aren't, because all you got to do is meet or encounter or mess with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to this 20-year-old. He and his jabroni friends were in a parking lot at a mall or at a, a shopping center with butcher knives doing prank, trying to make a prank video on, like, fake robbing people. Mm-hmm. And one of the people that these kids approached wasn't much older. They're just, like, 23 years old. Uh, approached him, and the guy, obviously getting spooked... Pulled out a gun Mm -hmm. because in Tennessee, you're allowed to 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 carry a weapon. Mm -hmm. Pulled out a gun and to in self defense, shot this kid Mm -hmm. and he died.
9: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
8: yeah. And it was
2: all and when they talked to when the cops talked to the other two people that were involved in the video, in filming the video and creating the video, they were like, "Yeah, this is like part of our kind of prank video
8: series." Yeah it's it's those prank videos now and, and uh, i see a lot of them pop up if i'm scrolling through facebook and the the industry of prank videos are really now just prank themed videos yeah because there's so many laws now With what you can and can't do and what will get pulled down off, you know, just with consent and video and and everything else. And so many of these prank videos like the the big ones that get, you know, millions and millions of views that I see are all setups like they're prank themed videos. They're not actual prank videos. And sometimes the acting is really, really terrible. Um, but we're now in the place where it there was the height of everything. Where prank videos were everything, and then everybody wised up and said, "You can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this." And then people were like, "Well, we still like watching those things." So they would manufacture sort of pranks, and now we're going back again to the, "Well, those aren't good enough. What can we do bigger, Let's make, better? It real we'll make, again. make it real Try again. To make it real again? Yeah, but we've been there before. You know, this isn't the first time somebody died doing a prank video." Yeah. Um, but I just find it wild that the cycle just key, that it that it that it went back to this point so soon, mm-hmm. because the the idea of the prank video is kind of went away for a little while, right? Because then they like, started becoming mean. Yeah, I think, right? yeah, yeah. They they did, and you know, I just don't like. There's a huge audience for it, and I and I've never understood it, but I I just don't want to watch somebody hurt somebody else. Like, I used to like jackass when they hurt themselves.
2: Oh, yeah. Right?
8: But I was always uncomfortable when one of them would hurt the other one.
9: Yeah.
8: Right? I'm all for somebody saying, I right now choose to... You know, go head first into a porta potty, right? I'm fine with that. You're making a decision for yourself, right? Yeah. But I was never into um, this guy is standing next to a porta potty, so we're then going to pick him up and throw him in. Right. I was, I never because found that just, funny. That's just
2: mean. It's just mean that's at just that mean. point,
8: right? Uh, but I'm, I'm shocked that we got back to the running around parking lots with knives now again yeah. so fast. Yeah, so exactly. Fast.
2: So take take warning, everybody. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
0: Roz and Mochas fix my life. What
2: advice can you guys give me?
5: Okay, so my question is My question is Got a problem you can't fix.
2: Roz and Mocha got you. Hi E, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha.
6: Hi. How old are you, E? Fourteen.
8: And you live where?
6: In Victoria BC.
8: Shout <laughs> out to Victoria B C. And uh, so what's going on with you? What's your question?
6: Um, I like this straight girl boy class and she
8: doesn't like me back. You you gotta you got a crush on a straight girl.
6: Yeah. How well do you know
2: Like, is this person like a really good friend of yours? Or is just somebody that you know in your class? Like, you don't really know
8: them that well.
6: I don't really know them that well.
8: Okay. And so you're wondering what to like. You're you're if you already sort of like, are you friends? Does does she know how you feel about her? Like, if you guys had a conversation? Like, what's what's the what's the latest on this?
6: Um, we don't really talk that much. I she doesn't really doesn't know I like her though.
8: Okay. And so. This is a tough one. Um yeah. and 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 you can it it's we can talk about the fact that you know you're gay, she's straight um or it can just be two straight people or two gay people and I think that what it comes down to is you have to realize that this is all one-sided. Mm-hmm. And I know that that sort of hurts to to come to that realization, but this isn't two people in love who can't make it work. This isn't you know, her sitting here going, Oh God, I wish I didn't have the feelings that I do because I think you're really, really great. But this is entirely uh, one sided. And it's not, yeah. it, it's not the, it, it's not being in love.
2: Do people in your yeah. class, or does this girl that you like? know that you're gay? I assume they do, right? Yeah,
6: her oh, okay. best friend knows.
8: Um, there's a lot you can do to, to sort of get over things in the same way that you're going to have to do it, you know, a hundred more times in your life. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that is the first thing you have to do is to just realize what the realities of the situation are. And that hurts and it sucks and you really like this girl, but, you know, it's just not going to work out. And you can't force somebody to like you. You know, you can't it doesn't work that way. Like you can't just keep trying and trying and trying. Hopefully that you then break them or, or the other thing you can't do is just sit around patiently and quiet, hoping that they come around because it's not sounding like they ever will. And then you're only hurting yourself and holding yourself back in those situations.
9: Yeah.
8: And, yeah. and I know the term move on is like very parental and so overused and it's like, well, how then do I move on? You can say it, but how do you do it? And and I think the thing is to just sort of carry on and to, to just keep being cool and keep being funny. And don't shut her out of your life. Mm-hmm. Like still, you like st- if you guys are buddies, then just, you know, you're, you're still going to hang. You're still going to laugh. You're still going to do all those things because you don't have to lose a friend just because you guys are, you know, coming from two different places when it comes to... Uh, you know, what you're both looking for and how you want to move through the world. You can still move through the world together as friends, uh, but you just have to realize that uh, the, the the crush you have is one-sided. Right. Are there other gay kids in your school? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Do so you kick
2: it with them? Like, do you know them? Or do they know you?
6: Uh, kind of.
8: Yeah. Have you had a chance to talk to anybody about having a gay crush?
6: Uh, no, because they all like gay people, so...
8: Right, but but you you haven't met anybody who's been in the same situation as you where they're gay but they have a, a crush on somebody who's straight and how they dealt yeah. with, and how they dealt with it. You haven't had that opportunity to to have that conversation. No, no. Huh? Hey, Maury, come in here for a second. Morey, you ever had a gay crush or yeah. a straight crush? I guess it would be every
2: day. <laughs> no, come on, man. Be serious. No, here. honestly,
11: when I was growing up, when I I think exactly when I was your age, there were two people that I had big crushes on, and I totally know what you're feeling right now because it's kind of like you know, wanting something that you know you just can't have. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it hurts you. And I, I, you know what? I know Roz was saying you could, you can just be friends. That may not actually be easy because every time you hang with the person, it's going to hurt inside because you're like, I can't be more than just friends with you. Right. Because I want... Every time we laugh, I'm like, oh my God, this is killing me inside. It, <laughs> it, it, and I know that when I had a crush on Luke and Carlos mm-hmm. in in school, that it was tough to to hang with them because... I just wanted to know. Oh, my. I wanted them to know how, that I had a crush on them. But at mm. the time, you're out. I'm, I wasn't out.
8: Right. And that's I mean, that, that's sort of universal, though, whether you're gay or straight, you know, having a crush on somebody who doesn't have a crush on you back, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. how, how, how you navigate and how you navigate that world. Um, but there's just more to deal with when you're when you're young and you're gay and you like somebody who's young and straight. You got a lot more to you got a lot more to deal with. Uh, we're not saying, hey, force a friendship here, but um, but you, you don't have to cut them out of your life if you don't want to. I used to write M plus
11: to. L in my notebook all the time.
8: Which was? Maury
11: plus Luke. And where is Luke now? Luke's a famous DJ. Oh, he is. still <laughs> 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 so
8: creeps on I know. Still. So just just so you know, when you're in your 40s, you're probably still going to be creeping this person <laughs> on social media. So you better just come to terms with that now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All the best, E. Thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you. All take right. care.
9: Bye-bye.
2: Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life
9: on
5: KISS.
2: Zoom meetings are normal now. Most people have figured it out. A lot of people still haven't. Like that guy, the lawyer that we talked about yesterday, who was about to take part in a court proceeding, and, <laughs> and when he opened, <laughs> opened up Zoom... Uh, the cat filter was on, yeah. and he couldn't figure out how to remove the cat filter. I'm not a cat. I'm okay.
12: here live. Not, I'm not a cat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a cat. Right. Everyone that uses everyone that uses Zoom, <laughs> we all have like our individual like little hiccups that that take place, right? Yeah. There's this professor, math professor at the uh, National University of Singapore, who was doing a lesson the other day Mm -hmm. and it was two hours okay and his mic was muted and he didn't know
8: oh for two hours oh for god's sake kill me
2: and he came on at the end and i guess unmuted and said this to the class
4: any questions now uh, we can finish our class do you have any questions
3: actually uh, i muted all the while so we cannot hear anything from you since 608 oh from what 6.08 6.08 p.m. Huh? Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> then from 6.08 onwards, your screen froze, and we hear nothing from you
15: ever
0: since.
2: Huh? Yeah. <sighs> 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 hyperventilating. Okay.
17: okay.
4: So maybe I will redo this class yeah, sometime. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> so one That's of the students a long, who was, man. That's a who long was there time. and waited to the very end commented on the video yeah. after it was released. Their class started at 6 p.m. Then the professor muted himself at 6.08. Nobody knows why. Students tried all sorts of things to get his attention by unmuting uh, and even calling his phone. However, he did not respond and continued with the lesson. And there was like hundreds of students in this class. But then as time went on and they all realized that he didn't know he was muted, Mm -hmm. they all started to dip from the class. So it was like 20-something that decided to stay for the two hours of that class until the very end. I'm wondering...
11: Here's where I'm confused. I'm I'm
8: wondering if this may have been him just not being prepared for the lecture. Because... This, to me... Oh, just spitting words? No, let's, let's just say, okay? Yeah. Let's just say he just wasn't prepared, okay? But he's a man of honor, and he doesn't want to let the class down. Yeah. So instead of going up there, either A, unprepared, or two, telling people that he was unprepared or having to cancel the class, maybe it was easier to just mute the mic and talk nonsense for two hours and then reschedule the lesson well, when you can be a little bit more prepared. Here's where
11: I'm confused, because when your mic is muted and you're talking, a bar comes up on Zoom saying oh, to but unmute. But you can't, you
8: can't see, though. Like if it's, That's what I'm saying,
2: if, like if he's a,
4: a far Sorry, away. one
2: thing I forgot to mention, part yes. of the, the problem, and why I don't understand how he didn't recognize, or maybe he was just so into the zone of this lecture, yeah, man. is that he was on an iPad using Zoom, and the iPad froze. So what the students, the students didn't hear anything, but they also saw like a frozen screen of their professor and they stayed and 20 plus ended up staying for the lesson, man. But how did the professor not like every now and then look at the screen?
11: If he's at the chalkboard or whatever and not really looking at the screen, he's doing the lesson.
8: I remember when I was in school, if a teacher was like 10 minutes late to class, kids used to start spitting nonsense like the rules say if it's 12 minutes, we get to leave. (laughs) You know what I mean? In the five-minute rule. <laughs> like, Yeah, like, like, I, there's no way I'm sticking around for two hours. Yeah. Right, you're listening to just made-up nonsense by other kids at that point. Yeah, that's incredible. I really feel for the guy, too.
2: Yeah, but just the shock in his voice when he found out that
8: he was on oh my mute God. for two
2: hours.
9: Any questions?
8: Now we can finish our class.
3: Do you have any questions? Actually, uh, we took all the while, so we cannot hear anything from you <laughs> since 6.08. <laughs> Oh,
15: from what? 6.08 p.m. Huh? minutes. Yeah. Then from 6.08 onwards, your screen froze and we hear nothing
9: from you ever since. Huh?
13: Yeah. <sighs> 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 okay.
0: okay. So maybe I will redo this class yeah, sometime. Have- <laughs> Sorry. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Adrienne Fiquete is a private investigator and with Valentine's Day this weekend says that for her company is the busiest time of the year. Is that right, Adrienne? It is. Absolutely. (laughs) Shockingly, the week before, obviously, the day of and the week
10: after is our busiest holiday. Right. So
2: uh, explain to everybody exactly what it is that you do.
10: So I have a team of 28 private investigators that do everything from infidelity questionable behavior obviously corporate investigation and all that other fun stuff but during valentine's day keep in mind we have to keep our spouses and partners happy but then there is the flip side where people are keeping their other person or people happy as well.
8: Jeez. And what sort of things have you caught somebody doing and how do you then explain that to the person that hired you? Like, what's the the process?
10: We have to be very upfront and honest and that's what we've built our agency on for the last 20 years. And, you know, people are often shocked when they call me in tears and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe my wife or my husband's cheating on me because they're both cheating. People ask me all the time, is it more men? Is it more women? And my answer always is, well, they're cheating typically with the the opposite sex, sometimes same sex partners, which is a whole different can of worms we can chat about after. But uh, most definitely, you know, they're like, why, why? And, you know, my kind of answer to them is, you know, well, if you're not having sex with them, somebody else probably is. And then they're just all shocked and missed and everything like that. But people usually come to us because they've either saw a text message, found a credit card charge, um, saw something that they thought was bought for them. And then the big, huge Valentine's Day disappointment. They're waiting for that, you know, diamond bracelet or ring or something that they saw a spa getaway. And guess
2: what? Oh, no, Not for you.
8: <laughs> <laughs> what are the, what are the, not not that you, you want to hurt your own business here, but when it comes to somebody being unfaithful and cheating, what are some of the rookie mistakes that you just see over and over and over again that lead to somebody getting busted?
10: Well, exactly. That's a great question because you talk about rookie mistakes with COVID, you know, a a lot of times people would pay cash, so there's no paper trail. Uh, People will have separate cell phones, etc. Now with the the COVID lockdown, you know, cashless purchases. So lots of people making purchases on their credit cards and, you know, their significant other uh, finding them. Uh, That's number one. Having another cell phone, huge rookie mistake. You know, if anything, there's so many apps and so many things that you can, um, not that I'm telling people how to cheat, but it's <laughs> it's, my, it's it's a lot less obvious than actually finding a second cell phone. And, um, you know, now, sorry, just to go back to the credit card statement thing, the other thing is now with all the lockdowns, there's lots of curbside pickups. So, you know, we'd be following somebody, and it's like, oh, you know, he's going to, you know, this store or that store, or she's, you know, attended, you know, this particular spawn is booking something, and, you know, husband's miffed because it's like, well, she hates that place. We've never gone there, lo and behold. She goes
2: there with somebody else. Uh, we're talking to Adrienne Fiquete. She works for Star Quality Private Investigations, where she says it, it really is the busiest time of year.
8: Do you ever get asked to—because we have this conversation all the time with people that call in, which is, what it what is cheating? And do you ever get asked to investigate somebody who may not be having a full-on— physical affair, but it is something quite cheaty uh, that happens exclusively online or over the phone?
10: You know, absolutely. You know, at in this day and age, everything is connected uh, via your PDA. It is so, you know, swipe left, swipe right, whatever the case may be, super easy to cheat. But a lot of times, you know, and it's funny because I I get asked this all the time is it, uh, going back to, is it more men, is it more women? Mm -hmm. You know, women are more apt to cheat, like, say, on the phone, you know, because it's more of an emotional affair, let's say. That's how it typically starts. But for men too, people that are lonely, um, whether it be um, just, you know, uh, emotional, whether it be sexual, whether it be porn, There, there's so many things you can do through your phone. So I think my, you know, quick answer to that question would be, it's anything your partner's not comfortable with. Hmm. So if you have a male friend or a female friend and your other half isn't good with it, well, that's probably cheating. Oof. If you're not telling them about that's it and you're lying rules. about it, yeah, sneaking in the bathroom and... You know, uh, texting at 2 a.m., probably cheating.
9: huh?
2: Mm, Interesting. How are people able to cheat? Like, I don't know if you figured this out, Adrian, but how are people able to cheat, like, on Valentine's Day? Like, what do you do to tell your significant other that you are leaving for, you know, a duration of time? Then oh. to go spend with your side piece.
10: Do you want me do you want me to give you a hundred different excuses? <laughs> oh my God, I got called into work. We've got somebody flying in. I know this is terrible. I'll make it up to you. Here's a hundred and fifty thousand dollar beautiful necklace. Wow. I swear to God we'll go tomorrow. And that's why it's that so busy, because it's that push and pull, because they've got uh the pressure of the the spouse and then they've got the pressure of their other person that is saying well if you loved me you say you don't love your wife or your husband you'd spend it with me so and that's when people tri- typically trip up and uh, that's why i say it's busy the week before the day of and the week after because they're playing makeup and catch up
2: oh damn adrian forgetta from star quality private investigations thank you very much for joining us on the raza Moga show i know you and your team are going to be real busy this weekend
10: Super busy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Take care. Take it easy. Bye.
0: Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast.
2: Here we go.
8: Mocha, mocha. Yes,
2: Roz. <laughs> are
12: you ready? Uh-huh.
3: Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show
8: and KISS 92.5 Newsbreak. Uh, Tom Holland says Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not in Spider-Man 3. Excuse So that was the big story, that they were going to do a Spider-Verse and that Garfield, Holland, and Maguire were all going to be there together. So Tom Holland was asked in a brand-new interview about the rumors that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were going to be Spider-Mans in the new Spider-Man movie. And he says, no, they will not be appearing in this film unless they have hidden the most massive piece of information from me, which I think is too big of a secret for them to keep from me. But as of yet, no. It'll be a continuation of the Spider-Man movies that we've been making. But later on in the interview, when talking about the movie, he says this: "I honestly have no idea what this film is about, and I'm eight weeks into shooting it."
2: This is a liar, Tom Holland. You're a terrible bad. So you, liar. Think,
8: he's a, you think he's a terrible Hell liar? Yeah. yeah.
2: You know why? Because the news stories came out how many months ago? Yeah. That all these people were involved. At any point, as soon as that story came out. Marvel could have come out and said, this is absolutely not true.
8: Right. Right.
2: Terrible liar. Right. You got to work on your line, yeah. bro.
8: Yeah. So I don't I don't know what to make of that. I don't know what to make of He's that. He's lying, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. normally it was Mark Ruffalo that would spoil all the Marvel movies, I right? <laughs> yeah. I think he learned his lesson finally. Yeah. They just don't tell him anything. No, I know. Uh Donald Trump's impeachment trial starts tomorrow. <laughs> Sick. Um, so you need at least two thirds this is what we know as we knew this from the last time so they need 67 votes I don't think it's it's not likely that it's going to happen Um, The Senate is essentially split 50-50, Republicans and Democrats, so they would need a total of 17 Republican senators who would be willing to break ranks uh, and flip over to the other side. A conviction would not necessarily result in Trump losing any of his presidential benefits. A conviction only withholds certain privileges, such as his pension and his Secret Service detail. Um, If the Senate were to convict, they could hold another vote to disqualify Trump from holding office in the future, And where in that vote they would only need a majority, but it's they're going to go through with it like they did the last time. There will be no conviction. So he's nothing is really going to change. Big waste of time. Uh, so the pilot in the helicopter crash that killed Kobe Bryant, his daughter and seven others was quote legally prohibited from flying into the clouds but did so anyway. This according to mm. the National Transportation Safety Board's commission. They said this yesterday. Uh, Ara Zaboyan told air traffic controllers that his helicopter was climbing out of the clouds when in fact it was descending immediately before slamming into that hillside. Uh, NTSB chairman said that the pilot was quote flying under visual flight orders which legally prohibit him from penetrating the clouds the board quote uh, will discuss whether the pilot faced pressure to complete the flight whether there were expectations on the pilot from the actual company policy and did he put pressure on himself and what actions could have been taken to avoid the crash so that is the latest on the investigation into the kobe um, the kobe bryant crash mm-hmm. uh aunt jemima gets a brand new name Oh, so yeah? yeah, so Quaker Oats said yesterday that Aunt Jemima brand pancakes and maple syrup will be rebranded as Pearl Milling Company uh and jemima products will be continue i guess until june they're going to continue to sell Aunt jemima and then the packaging will officially switch over uh quaker oats announced last june that it would retire the aunt jemima brand saying the character's origins are quote based on a racial stereotype a black woman uh content to serve her white masters now former slave nancy green became the actual face of the pancake products in 1890 uh Quaker said that the Pearl Milling Company was founded in 1888 in Missouri and was the originator of self-rising pancake mix. So they're sort of going back to the OGs of the actual We created this. Uh, One third of people say that they have said, I love you to somebody that they've only dated virtually. Oh, yeah. That's a huge number. That's a massive number. According to a new survey, yes, one in three people have told someone, I love you after having only dated them virtually and never met face-to-face.
9: That's
2: like, like I don't know, after... I get, it's not silly. It's like an emotional connection, I guess? People have
8: had full-on relationships with people just over apps and texts and, yeah. and everything else where they've never met them, but full-on mm-hmm. emotional Sexual relationships that mm-hmm. have a full arc, like, that seems like you, a high you meet number,
2: one third of people.
8: Yeah, that's yeah. a really high number to me. Uh, the survey also found that the average single person has had thirteen virtual dates in the past ten months. Mm. Reasons are they're cheap. There's less pressure. Easier to arrange. Easier to leave. Oh, <laughs> well, I thought uh, because of COVID. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They have. Yes, yeah. but okay. But uh, but yeah, no, and uh, and you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to get dressed up. Um, but, yeah, no, that's a big number to me. I remember when when Catherine and I first started, there was no – iPhone didn't exist yet, so it was just BlackBerry BBM. Mm. And we had almost two different relationships for a while. We had the relationship that we – it would engage with when we were face-to-face in mm. the same room hanging out. And then we had our separate relationship, which was on BBM. And stuff that on we purpose? D- no, no, it just worked out that way oh. because we did so much BBM talking. Um, that we would talk about things on BBM that we wouldn't discuss when we were with each other. and then if we and then at the end of the night when I went home or she went home, we would continue discussing the things on BBM that we were talking about before.
2: Not like what happened No, no, it was what it was, you were talking two, about yeah, in real life. It was two wow. separate
8: things. It was really quite incredible. Yeah. Um and then eventually they eventually everything merged. But we were more honest with each other on BBM. Mm. And it was the first time I was ever in that kind of relationship. I feel like, a lot of people are like that, we, we yeah, we said things that were difficult to say. We had face to face. Yeah, we had mm. like a lot of our heart to hearts at the very beginning. We would see each other all the time. But the real deep conversations that we had were all through were all through BBM and wow. saved for BBM. Wow. We, we wouldn't even really try to bring them up when we were when we were together it was really interesting yeah morgan wallen he had not said anything since the video was released uh, on over the weekend sunday i believe it was uh, of him drunk saying the n-word uh, i know his sister came out to defend him but he was dropped by his label he was pulled from everywhere and uh, he broke his silence last night on social media this is one part of uh morgan's statement
4: the video you saw was was me on our 72 of 72 of a bender i let so many people down so this week i've been waiting to say anything further until i got the chance to apologize to those closest to me that i knew i personally hurt I also accepted some invitations from some amazing black organizations to engage in some very real and honest conversations. And one thing I've learned already is I'm specifically sorry for is that it matters. My words matter. This week, I heard firsthand some personal stories from black people that honestly shook me. And I know what I'm going through this week doesn't even compare to some of the trials I heard about from them. There's no reason to downplay what I did. I appreciate those who still see something in me and have defended me. But for today, please don't. Mm Mm-hmm. He went on to say this. And lastly, I have one favor to ask. I appreciate those who still see something in me and have defended me. But for today, please don't. I was wrong. It's on me take ownership for this, and I fully accept any penalties I'm facing. The timing of my return is solely upon me and the work I put in. I still had a lot of really good people in my corner trying to help me, and I appreciate them more than you know. I appreciate you more than you know. This entire situation is ugly right now, but I'll keep searching for ways to become the example instead of being made one. Hmm what do you think of that hey sham come on here
8: for a second a lot of thought went into that i know that you you listened to this whole thing this morning what are your thoughts on the apology
17: um
9: i don't know were you
8: looking for an like should like i really wasn't i mean look i feel like
17: when you drop a word like that it's not really a mistake it's not the first time he's obviously said something like that yeah it's it's probably the first time it's, it's been caught on tape right um he hasn't really had a lot of i mean i know he's been dropped by his label and he had a bunch of things like that's sort of happened to him but it feels it feels a little hollow to me Mm -hmm. um he's gotta he's gotta do some soul searching right and he's got to figure it out
8: but is he allowed this is my question i guess is is he done now or is there a path back
9: there's because I, I,
8: think that, I think that that's the question. Like, I know that he doesn't want people to defend him, rightfully so. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm just wondering if there is a path back or any sort of words or actions that would allow somebody like you or others um, to sort of move beyond.
17: Well, look at it this way, right? Um, is somebody like me Morgan Wallen's audience? Like, am I his core fan base? I don't I think you have to be
8: though. I don't think you have to be but, but though. But in
17: terms of but in terms of him coming back, in terms of you know having success, I I, I think that there's obviously a path back for him. Right. right. I, I really do think so. In terms of, um, him getting the you know, um, uh, you know, uh, forgiveness from people like myself, mm-hmm. that's, that, that's probably gone. Especially in today's climate, it's yeah. probably gone. He'll always probably be branded that guy. In the same way that you remember Michael Richards from Seinfeld, like when he was out yelling oh, and yelling, Kramer. He, yeah, Kramer, when he went right? off on when, stage that time, when that he ruined was going him. Crazy it ruined him. Yeah, right? um, I I I, th- I think Morgan Wallen is is going to have a successful career and he'll be fine in that sense. Uh, I just think that he will be forever. His branded.
2: fans, I think his fans will be his fans. Mm-hmm. Everyone else will just. Like he's done.
17: Yeah. They're already his fans, right? I mean, yeah. He's had increases in in sales. Oh, right? I know. His fans have I know.
8: Him, so. uh, thank you, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Minnesota it. is uh, prepping for the second-degree murder trial of Derek Chauvin. This is the white cop that was in the video with his knee on the back of George Floyd's neck. That trial is set to start March 8th. Mm. Cameras will be allowed in the courtroom. Jurors will remain anonymous during the proceedings, and the National Guard will be deployed at various checkpoints. The Wow. The budget for security for the Chauvin trial is $35 million Ooh. so far.
2: Oh, so far. So far. So um,
8: the trials for the other three cops who were terminated after George Floyd was killed are all set to begin in August. So did you see this video of Tom Brady throwing the Lombardi trophy? No. So they didn't have a parade because of COVID, right? they were on a boat or something, they're, right? Like, yeah, boats. Okay. So they were on Tom Brady's boat. Tom Brady's boat is called uh, Viva La Vida, <laughs> which is uh, the name of Giselle's Environmental Conservation Initiative. Okay. And so Tom Brady is on his boat, and I guess another boat pulls up, and Tom Brady holds the Lombardi trophy no. and launches it from his boat like no. 15 feet across water and somebody on the other boat catches it like it's a football no yes the goat <laughs> right
2: <laughs> that's why he's got all the rings? yeah
8: and then did you see them take him off the boat oh, I saw that okay but listen <laughs> so rude but listen, no, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> if you're a Super Bowl champ, right? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah.
2: You're celebrating with with, with the team. Right. Pause one again. second.
8: So if you haven't seen the video, it there's he's walking uh, like off the dock, and Tom Brady's got a big old smile on his face, but he has like guys <laughs> with him who are literally holding him up. Yeah. He's like just he's wobbly so as hell. trashed.
2: <laughs> like so
8: trashed. You tell me
2: after you win win a ring like that. You're not going to go and no, celebrate? No,
8: listen, man. The guy's been, you know, he hasn't had a drop of alcohol in about twelve months. And he's been eating lettuce, yeah, right. Like I don't true. know, like I don't know what he does. Sleeping Twelve hours a day, yeah, right. right? Like alcohol one, hits different. One sip of tequila, yeah. Right? One sip of whiskey. <laughs> it could have just been one shot and he was yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, but bro, you got to see this video of him throwing the Lombardi Trophy. Okay, I like it see means that. nothing. I, like it means nothing. You know what I mean? It's like, and and not only that, it's, there's a crowd of people on the other boat. And it starts flipping through the air, and that thing has a big, hard shot, like sharp bottom on it.
2: Hold on, let me see this. Got So, it. when I type in Tom Brady, the only <laughs> thing, really, majority of the videos are <laughs> Yes.
4: Yeah.
2: His drunk ass just being escorted. <laughs>
8: like sea legs? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, hold on,
9: hold on.
8: Here's a okay. video, here's a video. Yeah. Yeah, like he's so happy with himself. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bro, okay? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he was so lit that day. But, man, he looked like he had a good time, huh? Why not? Uh, The head of the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Organization Committee, uh, Yoshiro Mori, will resign over the uh, sexist remarks that sparked an outcry over the last couple of days. Uh, If you remember, he had said this, that board meetings with a lot of women, quote, take too much time and women have a strong sense of competition. And if one person raises their hand, others probably think I need to say something, too. That's why everybody speaks goes on to say, I heard someone say that if we are to increase the number of female board members, we have to regulate speaking time to some extent, otherwise we'll never be able to finish Jeez, man. so he's now resigning, yeah, as you should because you just can't say that stuff and be so confident about it too I know. like that was the weird thing, like it's not like he was recorded saying this you know like behind closed doors like he just said uh, he probably said it before just said this to like, people <laughs> he said it before to people. <laughs> Gina Carano, I have not seen somebody work so hard to lose a job in the last little while than Gina Carano. So Gina Carano um, in Mandalorian plays Cara Dune. I like her. Like, I like that character. I like, I know a lot of fans don't, but Mm. I I like the character. Yeah. So Lucasfilm released a statement saying that Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm and there are no plans for her to be in the future. They go on to say, nevertheless, her social media posts denigrating people based on their cultural and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable. So she is an outspoken conservative and she came under fire after she shared a post from another account on her Instagram where they were sort of conflating the treatment of conservatives in the United States to Jews in Germany. And the, the, the post read this Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even children, because the story is edited. Most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? So that's what she wrote. And she, Before that, and there's just like a bunch of nonsense that um, you can disagree with or you don't have, you can agree with or whatever. The other stuff that she was being dragged for is really like, you got to really hate. Like she posted a picture of somebody with wearing like six masks and then she just wrote Meanwhile in California. Yeah, right. She, so she did that. But then people were calling for her job for that, too. Right. right? Like she I, 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 she just doesn't stop. And I've never seen in like a very long time somebody go so hard out of their way to get fired off a hit show. When they announced New Republic, that was going to be her show. Oh,
2: damn. Was it really?
8: Yes. That's the story. And 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 she started with the social media stuff. Yeah. And because people who, you know, who were into that and all the conspiracies and everything else, you can't shut up about it. You won't listen to anybody who tells you to shut up about it. And that show, what they were supposed to announce when they had the shareholders meeting, that she was going to be a huge part of that show. But at the shareholders meeting, she was the name that was not mentioned. So it had already Idiot. started. So I'm guessing for the last little while, somebody at Disney said, "Hey, listen, you're on Thin Ice. You got to calm down yeah. with this." Like and we, she goes like, and, this and, then she, and then she just won't stop. Yeah. Like she just won't stop. So it's like she wanted to be fired from the show to make some sort uh, of dumb point. But not just that show, but like she wanted to end her career. Yeah, like nobody's going to hire her now, well, now for I anything. I don't know. And I, uh, no, f- God forget about it. I got more to say, but I won't say it. Uh oh New York state will open sports venues to fans. So after seeing the success of having people in the stands at the Buffalo Bills playoff game, uh, New York State will start allowing fans to attend sporting events again. Stadiums and arenas with 10,000 seats or more will be allowed to have 10% capacity for fans. Attendees will be socially distant, and attendees will also need to provide a negative COVID test done 72 hours prior to the event. Mm. Uh, The first event under these new rules is going to be a Nets game at Barclays Center uh, against Sacramento on february 23rd oh wow so soon uh state and local rules vary across the country when it comes to allowing fans to watch games so uh wrestlemania is coming up we saw what they did with super bowl yeah Uh, you know wrestlemania was
2: good they said that our wwe said that they wanted to see what the super bowl was going to do and how they were going to be able to have the fans before they Decide what they're going to do with their. Yeah,
8: and it's it's tough. I, I you almost it almost makes more sense to do it for any sort of regular season game as opposed yeah. to because it wasn't you can do whatever you want in the stadium. Like you can have twenty five thousand fans like they did for Super Bowl inside the stadium, and you can have everybody socially distant, and mandate masks, and all that stuff. But during a big game like that, when Tampa Bay wins, and then all those twenty five thousand people just go on the streets and party, everything you did inside that building is. For not. Oh
2: yeah. It doesn't matter.
8: So it's almost like you don't want them to do playoffs. Like Mm -hmm. regular season stuff, sure, maybe, but playoffs is where it starts getting really dangerous, where you got people wanting to party in the streets after a big
2: win. I'm still not comfortable. I'm not gonna do it.
8: You're not gonna do it. Tessica Brown, the uh gorilla glue girl, um took that doctor up on his offer in Beverly Hills, flew there uh the other day, sat for four hours under general anesthesia for the twelve thousand dollar procedure that I guess was gifted to her and I just watched the video and she can run her hands through her hair now. Yeah, it's beautiful she now. came out of it. Yeah. She's all, uh, she's all better. Finally. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Taylor Swift making a huge announcement on good morning America today.
1: Taylor, I'll let you tell us what's new good morning america it's taylor i'm so excited to share with you that tonight at midnight i'll be putting out my version of my song love story which was originally on my album fearless i've now finished re-recording all of fearless which will be coming out soon my version of fearless will have 26 songs on it because i've decided to add songs from the vault which are songs that almost made the original fearless album but i've now gone back And recorded those so that everyone will be able to hear not only the songs that made the album, but the songs that almost made it. The full picture.
8: There you go. It is called Fearless Taylor's Version, Hmm. is uh, what the album is going to be called. And Love Story, as she said, drops tonight at midnight. Now, we heard a little bit of Love Story in that Match.com commercial, if you remember. Right, the one with the devil. The the devil in
2: 2020. Classic. Uh, You Belong With Me is also on that album. Is this the old one or the new one? I think this is the old one. The old one. Which is like a friendly reminder of what the song sounds like. So it'll be interesting to hear what all the other stuff, including the bonus tracks that she
8: said that Mm -hmm. that didn't make the first cut Mm -hmm. of the album, what those all sound like. And I like that she's going back to the vault, but going back to the vault only for things that are in the vault from that period. Like, Mm. she's not taking stuff that was maybe written a little bit afterwards. But even even re-recording this stuff from the vault, like, she's not even giving you the originals from that time, which I guess she can't do either. No. So you have to go and even just re-record the songs that nobody's ever heard before, which is really interesting.
2: That's great. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Hello, Sarah. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: Hello, how are you guys? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. It's so cool. Oh
2: well. uh, What is your question?
6: Um, what are your favorite or unique
7: ways to prepare chicken in a pan or oven? Oh.
2: Well, why don't we? Do you have a a specific way, Sarah? Um, Or are you like looking for ideas because you're? Yeah. Yeah.
7: I'm bored. Yeah. I'm like trying something new. Oh.
2: Okay. Interesting. What's kind of like your traditional way of? of making chicken, Sarah?
7: Um, like, usually the chicken breast, just, like, cut it in half and then put it in the pan and then in the oven. You know, like, the pan just to get the color and then in the oven for it to cook properly. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a wine glaze.
2: Oh, nice. Okay, right. Yeah.
8: All right. But you're just getting bored. Yeah. Man, I cook chicken so many different ways. Yeah. I, I, I cooked a chicken. I did a whole chicken last night which I haven't done in a real long time. Oh, really? And um, I did it in a way that, like, I, I can prepare chicken this way. I just can't tell Catherine that I prepare chicken this way because she won't eat it.
12: Oh, wow.
8: And it's, it has nothing to do with the actual way that it's cooked. It's just the style in which you cook it, which is called spatchcocking.
9: Okay. Right. Yeah.
8: So I told Catherine I was going to spatchcock a chicken for us. Yeah. And she was like, don't ever say that again. And if you ever do that to a chicken ever again, I don't know what it is, but don't tell me you've done it. And so, do you know what spatch is? So, yeah. yeah spatch- oh,
2: you do, Sarah. I've never heard of this. Spat- yeah,
8: yeah. Spatch is when you cook a whole chicken, but it's laid out flat. So, you flip it over, you cut out the spine. okay. Right? You take yeah, scissors, seen that. You, you take scissors, and you cut one side of the spine, and then you cut the other side of the spine. You take the spine out, you throw the spine away, or you can make like a stock with it or whatever. And then you flip the chicken back over so it's breast up, and then you push down, and you sort of crack that um, part in the middle, and then it's all flat. So, butterflies. Yes, and, yes but it's no, called spatch cocking. Right, but most people would just say butterfly. No, it's called spatch cocking. It I has bought a name.
2: I spatch cocked chicken at the butcher before. You did. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And it was marinated already and everything. Oh, there I was you, like, there okay. Go. What I
11: I did in the bottom of my
8: shower, right? What, spatch cocking? Isn't that that's like clear No, thing? it's not. No, I just explained what spatch cocking is, Maury. Um so so there's spatch cocking and then I've been doing a lot lately of chicken thighs. Yeah. Ooh, and gross.
11: you don't like chicken thighs? No, they taste like uh, some expired butter. Oh,
8: my God. Is I it will, because
2: it's too, like, gummy or whatever? Yeah. Okay. I don't I'll, mind uh, no, chicken no, thighs. Man,
8: I'll make you a chicken thigh more that you will die. You will die. So the way that I do chicken thighs is first thing I do is so skin on, right? Skin yeah. on. And then you flip it over, and you got to get that bone out, right? Mm. So you got to cut the bone out, get, yeah. rid, get rid of the bone, and then flatten it all out nice. And then I take a piece of paper towel. Right, I lay two pieces of paper towel out on the kitchen counter, and I take a little tiny bit of baking soda. Okay. And I take the baking soda, and I sprinkle it all over the paper towel and rub it with my hands. So it's just a thin, 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 thin layer of baking soda. Yeah. And then what I do is I'll take salt and put it on top of that. And then I take the skin side of the Um, chicken thighs, and I push them down into the paper towel. So you get a little tiny bit of baking soda and the salt on it, and then you cold fry them. So you take your pan, you don't preheat the pan, okay? And you put nothing in the pan, no butters, no oils, no nothing. And you take the chicken thighs and you put them skin side down in the pan, and then you turn the heat up. And they cook slowly like that, skin side down, and they cook slowly like it that. Doesn't stick. No, because eventually, what winds up happening is all that fat renders, and they will lift off of the pan. You oh. just don't touch them. Don't touch them. Don't go poking at them. Don't start doing anything. Okay. Well,
2: what do you start the heat at? At medium. So I
8: put it on like or I put low? it. On, I put it on. I'll, I'll start it at like three quarters, and then really I turn it down to medium, and I just let it sit there. Like I will cook these things skin side down. Sometimes like 20 minutes. Yeah? Right? And And how many are in there? And then four... Right. And then what happens is all that fat from the skin releases out of the skin and now your pan is full of it. And then you crank up the heat and flip them over and cook the underside of the thighs in that chicken fat that is now perfectly rendered inside your pan and take it out. And that skin will be so golden brown, but the skin is cooked all the way through. So even when you lift it off, you don't get any of that little bit of fat bit under between the, the meat and the skin. It's like perfectly, it's perfectly crispy wow. rendered skin. Interesting. Yeah. So we've been doing a lot of chicken thighs lately.
2: Jenna has been doing um, whole chicken in the oven. It was a recipe my sister, Lisa, has been doing and told us about. And we love it now. Yeah. And it's just, it's just buttermilk chicken. You just take uh, a whole chicken, put it in a big ass Ziploc bag, pour a bunch of buttermilk and a bunch of salt mm-hmm. and let it sit overnight. And then you put it in a pan a little bit of onion on the, on the bottom of the pan. Mm-hmm. But the trick is, I'm trying to remember why they did this. Maybe you know why. But you're supposed to cook the chicken. You push it to one corner of the, the oven for a bit mm. and let it crisp that side. And then after a bit, then you take it and you push it to the other corner. Hmm. Of the oven. I don't oven. know. I've never heard. And that then the before. outside is a little bit crispy, and the inside is just tender, soft.
8: Um, I'll give you my. I'll give you my tip on the perfect chicken skin for a whole chicken in a second. But Maury, what's your favorite way to cook chicken?
11: Okay, and this was passed down to me from my dad. Okay. Okay. So when you have your chicken breast or whatever, mm-hmm. you smother is it. Is
8: it? Is it bone? Are we talking boneless skinless? Are we talking skin on bone in? Are Old we talking school
11: like chicken breast with the bone? Everything. Skin on bone in. Skin on okay. and the bone yeah, inside yeah. of it. Gotcha. Okay, so you open a can of Campbell's um, mushroom soup. Okay. You smother the chicken with the can of mushroom
8: soup. With the skin on? Yeah. Okay.
11: Right? Then you crumple up regular potato chips yeah. for the crisp. Yeah. And you sprinkle paprika on top. Right. And some thyme, and then you broil it in the oven.
8: You, so hold on. Broil you're, it? You're only yeah. broiling it? Yes. You don't bake it? What Maybe you,
11: it's baking and then broiling.
8: Okay, if we're, yeah, I, okay, don't follow this recipe, by the way, if you're <laughs> listening right now. Don't broil yeah, it. Okay. No. Like, you're going to get n- sick. Yeah, you, yeah, that's no way to cook a chicken. <laughs> no. Also, if you put that much liquid on skin, that skin is never going to brown. So what does that skin taste like? No, but that's
11: why I guess you, you broil it afterwards to, to crisp it. Okay, so you do bake it.
8: You bake it, then broil it. Okay, and what Are you, do you sure? B- yeah, yeah I, I, you missed that part. Okay, I missed that part. Okay, That's a very important part. Cooking the but chicken is obviously the most important always... part of cooking a chicken. <laughs>
11: <laughs> but I always remember uh, cream of mushroom cans of soup okay. were only being used How for the chicken. How often are you making this?
8: Y- you don't make this at home, Matt. No, no, no this is my that. dad. This is okay. what my dad does when but, I go over. But do you make this at all? I'm not good. No. So what's your favorite way then to cook chicken?
11: My favorite way to cook chicken is you cover it with... Apple <laughs> cider vinegar. Okay. And then you put paprika. Yeah. And then you put thyme, salt, right. and pepper. So you're still putting. Are you, is, this, is, this,
8: is this boneless, skinless now we're talking?
11: No, with the skin. With I the love skin crispy on. skin. Okay. Yeah. But,
8: but you can't keep it liquidy. Like you can't put that much liquid on top and of the skin. That's why you broil it. Oh, God. Gross. Okay. So here is the trick. And I learned this not that long ago. And I've now done this multiple times. And we're talking whole chickens. We're here, talking. Right? Yeah. Whole chicken. Or like if you buy like, you know, you can buy the um, the the sort of drum and the thigh attached. You, yeah, can, yeah. you can do you can do it with this. Um, you can do it with they used to call them uh, continental cut or. Um, or airline cut, which is the breast that still has the little wing drumette attached to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because that's what they used to serve on airlines when you used to get the chicken. That's what it was. It was boneless underneath, but it still had the skin and the little drumette on it. Um, so here's the trick.
11: That's what Swiss calls quarter chicken.
8: No, no, that has the whole wing on it. Oh, okay. Right? This is just the breast with the, the little drumette on it. Um, so here's the trick to crispy skin. And this is what the um, the Chinese do with duck is before I know duck I'm not a big fan of duck. Oh I love but, duck. Okay but you know when you you know when you go by and you see them hanging in the windows uh-huh. like just drying and all that stuff the process before that is in order to get perfectly crispy skin, where even the skin in the crevices is crispy. Like, you're like, how do they do that? How do they get it? So, like, you could literally just poke your finger through the skin. Like, it looks so gorgeous. Um, Take your chicken, and if you're going to spatchcock it, spatchcock it at this point. If you're not Mm going to spatchcock it, you can use a, you can do the whole chicken. And the trick is this. Fill your kettle full of water and boil water in your kettle. And then lay the chicken out while it's raw put it in the sink on a wire rack and pour boiling water over the skin. Okay. Okay, you pour boiling water over the skin. And what that does is that temporarily cooks... Not cooks, but it temporarily it it. it, I don't know what the process is, but it it messes with the fat under the skin and it dries immediately after you do that. So you take boiling water, pour boiling water over the skin. You're gonna see the skin tighten up, really really tight around the chicken. Like you won't even be able to move it anymore. And then pat it down with paper towels, put a paper towel over it, and put it back in the fridge uncovered and just leave it there. Yeah, leave it there for For like for a couple hours. So so do that, and when you take this out, the skin is going to be all sort of like bumpy, like it's going to look like it has goosebumps all over it, yeah. and it's going to be so dry, and at that point, all you need to do is a little bit of oil, salt, and pepper, and you put it in the oven at like 450 is what you're going to cook this chicken at, and for for fi- 450 for like 40 minutes, 45 minutes, depending on, on how big the chicken is, wow. and when you take it out, that skin is like nothing you've ever cooked before. There is, there is no fatty part to the skin anywhere. Really? Yeah, just from okay. pouring boiling water over it. But that's what they do. So, so in the Chinese restaurants, they they dunk the um they dunk the entire uh, duck into boiling water and then pull it out and put it in the fridge to dry.
2: Oh, wow! And, the, and
8: they'll leave it there for a day. Yeah. And then it goes into the oil or to the to the oven or whatever yeah, yeah. it is that they're cooking, I love and then it dries out again. Then they I hang it again. I love the skin is so crispy; it's like skin chips. That's what I'm, yeah, I yeah. I ordered skin for Christmas dinner. I went to the butcher and I got him to give me a whole thing mm. of skin. And he didn't even charge me for it because oh, the, yeah? He, yeah, he's like oh, yeah, they he's, just he's, a, he's like, I don't it even anyway. know what to charge you for this. But he gave me like a giant pack of skin. Oh and God. that and sounds it was, so gross. Bro, so if it just was, in right now, we're talking yeah, chicken. He gave me a huge pack of skin. And I and I cooked it and I served I, I put it all on a plate with like a dip. So yeah. it was one of the sides. So you had turkey and stuffing and veg and everything else. And then you had this plate of just leftover skin that was crispy like why a potato can, you chip. Know
11: what? Like why is there no market for packaged skin? I don't know. It's like not good for you. Yeah. Yeah. it's like not the excess, best, right? yeah.
8: <laughs>
2: <laughs> There you go, Sarah, you got a couple options.
6: Thank you guys so much. Thank you
2: Have for listening. You. Take you care. Know,
11: that's a good potato chip flavor. Like they oh you know my rough God. like layers. Just a little do that. bit
8: of salt and pepper on it. And like oh so good.
2: Uh Jen asks here if Maury, damn it Maury, has ever appeared on Speaker's Corner back we have in to, the day.
8: We have to explain what Speaker's Corner was to people. Yeah. So um there was a building in Toronto, it was the City T V building years ago. And it was where much music was. And they had a corner, and it was like a booth that you could go in, and you could put, what, a dollar in? Yeah, like
11: much music isn't even there anymore.
8: No, like you yeah. could put a dollar in it, right? Yeah. And then uh, the camera, it was, like a, it was like a photo booth, but only it was video. And then the camera go on, and you could basically say anything you wanted in that little booth or do anything in that little booth. And then they would take all that video, and they would package together a show that would air on the weekends mm-hmm. of the sort of best of the week, everything that was great from just That's randoms going in Speaker's Corner. The Bare Naked Lady that got their yes, start. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah. People were
2: going to perform. They would yes. talk political stuff. You would get tourists that go in there yeah. just to uh, talk about People proposing. Whatever. People proposing. Yeah, yeah, it was all sorts yeah. of stuff. I will say this,
8: though. The booth was very dirty. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, that was be. that place was a nightmare corner. <laughs> um, so were you, the question was, were you ever on Speaker's Corner, Now, Mary? I know that I've gone to Speaker's
11: Corner with my Uncle Michael. Yes. So yesterday, just to get clarification on this, and I haven't talked to this guy in years. Who? I called my Uncle Michael. Oh, okay. Hello, Uncle Michael. It's Maury.
14: Hey, how are you?
11: I'm good. How are you?
14: Good. Thank you. Glad to hear from you.
11: (laughs) And good to hear from you, too. But I called you. Um, Okay, so question on Ask Roz and Mocha (laughs) that I thought that I needed to call you with because I needed your help with this. So Jen was asking, has Maury ever appeared on Speaker's Corner? And I vaguely remember you and I because I mean, you were the used to be the coolest uncle ever. I mean, you still are, but um, <laughs> you, and we used to do so many things together. You had like cool cars and stuff, and then I do remember we went to Speaker's Corner.
14: Yes, absolutely. Uh, actually, we've got we went a few times, and uh, just prop you up on my knee, and we just went to town. We would get all silly, and it was definitely your element. So yeah, even when um, when you were very young, just like a toddler, you would you would always make your way into my room. And you would crawl in bed. You your excuse was always like you always fill it with my bracelet. And you would talk about you know little boys, little girls, asking me questions, stuff. We would get all silly. We went to we would talk about it. the next time we would go to Speaker's
11: Corner. Tell me from a, you used to be like a male dancer too, right? <laughs>
14: <laughs> um, I did uh, you know, being uh, someone who lost my parents very young, as you know, um, I had to make my way through school and. Until I got into a career and while I was doing that, I made extra money being a male dancer, yes.
11: That's awesome. Now were you a male dancer when we went to Speaker's Corner?
14: No, not at that time. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just
11: remember <laughs> don't the No, but I just remember the ladies used to love you. Who said we mean used to? Okay, you better
14: slow your role.
11: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to sound
14: this way that way, but I'm not. I'm not hurting. I just am choosing to be fussy. There's
8: <laughs> wow. a, it's so a that, lot of information in that call. Yeah. <laughs> was was, we lot. never
2: got the answer as to whether or not more. was like you were there, but we don't know if you he said anything. He says
8: that we ended up on TV. He says that you guys ended yeah. up on TV. Interesting. So, God, man, I don't know where that conversation was going at first. <laughs> there was one part in there where I was thinking maybe uh, we, uh, this, to we were, we were going <laughs> jiggling your what? <laughs> Crawling in the bed, <laughs> jiggling your what? <laughs> when, how old was he when he was a stripper? I mean, we could have asked him this, but how old was he when he was a stripper? Like in his 20s kind of thing? Yeah, young? because
11: when I was born, he was like 15. Okay. Um, so he would have been like,
8: yeah, like early 20s. When you were born, he was 15. What's the age of him and your dad?
11: Oh, my dad, because when um, I guess my grandparents died, uh, he was like super young. My dad had to raise him. When did Speaker's Corner start?
8: Uh, 90s, no no man 80s, earlier man. than that i For was sure 80s. yeah really yes yes or er, like 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 i'm gonna say mid-80s because I, I i remember being in like grade 11 and i was watching speaker's corner wow. and that was like 87 Wow. Okay. I Something just, like that.
11: I mean, I don't remember that. I only remember it like when I was a kid, which would have been like ninety. Yeah. So yeah. yeah.
8: Yeah. Yeah. So, it, so it makes sense because I was like, God, you said you were a toddler, and he used to bring you to that dirty thing <laughs> all know. the time, and I was, and I was like, and, so and, I, and, and, and I was like, is he mistaken? And you were like nine, sitting on his lap, like not a toddler. Yeah. Right. But no, I guess you, you could have been. You could Because yeah. when were you born? The Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Yeah. You would have been. You yeah. would have been young. You would have yeah. been a kid, little kid.
2: Uh, Jamie says here, the doctor says you have to do one exercise. For 20 minutes a day every day or you'll die which one do you choose and no walking walking cannot (laughs) be
8: chosen one exercise a day okay i'm not doing cardio at all no okay cardio sucks so you're just gonna do straight lifting yeah you know what i would do i would uh can i get one of those benches you know what i'd like here's what i could do for 20 minutes a day no problem I could kill 20 minutes doing this. I, I would get one of those benches that where the back sometimes lifts up if you wanted to, Yep. right? I would do one of those, and I would just grab, like, two dumbbells, uh-huh. and I would just sort of cycle through a couple dumbbell exercises on that bench. And I'd be happy with that 20 minutes a day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on no that problem. bench,
2: you could do chest. Yeah. You could do, like, so are you saying just in one position? No, or I would shake it you up. you would mix it up. Okay, yeah. yeah so you could pr- pretty much do everything. Yeah. You could use a bench to do everything. You yeah. can do legs. Legs. Right? Yeah. You could do uh, chest press. You could yeah. do arm curls. Yeah. You could do shoulders. I could do that
8: cool move where you, uh, you almost get up on, like, all fours on the bench. Uh, and then you put, like, one leg off to the side. And then you take the dumbbell in your hand and you put it down to the floor and then you lift it up you know what i mean that move oh
2: yeah for your adults
8: yeah what's that called Press. i don't know if that's called like um, i don't know but it's like sexy. a lat pull yeah lat right? pull thank you that's what that is when
2: you're like this yeah. Get it over it and then you pull it
8: up like this Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gets right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do all this at boot camp. But I but I watch guys do it they uh, on all fours almost, right? Like, yeah. it's a very yeah, vulnerable yeah. position. Yeah. And and when you're when you're on all fours in the gym, do you want the mirror in front of you or behind you? In front. In front of you. So you can see what's going on. Mm, interesting. Yeah. You, or you don't want to let other people see what's going on.
2: And to also make sure like to see who else is
8: looking at you. Right. Right. This is
2: why I'm always at the back of the room. I want no one looking at
8: me. No, you don't, huh? No. You work out in the back?
11: Yeah. No, I work out at the back. There's like usually people in front of me, so I'm just staring at their ass.
8: Right. Oh, But you, you're you talking classes, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, I could never do a class.
11: No? Nope. I thought I couldn't. No. Nope. I thought I couldn't, and I'm obsessed. I yeah. was obsessed before no. COVID. could
8: not. Could not. Not for me.
2: I don't mind. At first, it's
11: a what little would bit you do? intimidating. What, what
8: would you do? What would you do? What's your, what's your exercise? <sighs> I don't 20 gonna... minutes.
2: So, for 20 minutes, I would want to get in cardio. Hold on here. And I would want to get in, like, a full body workout.
8: Okay? No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. We have to go back to this question. Why? Okay, it says, doctor says you have to do one exercise for 20 minutes a day, every day of your life.
2: Okay, but can it be a combo exercise? What do you mean? It's one move. No, a circuit doesn't count. No, it's not a circuit.
8: Okay, go ahead. Let me finish. It's one move. What is that move? Right? Yeah. So, you're
2: standing... You have dumbbells, right? Yeah. And so you first you start with an arm curl. Goes like and this is all one fluid move, right? Okay. Arm curl. Yeah. Right into shoulder press. Right? Bring it back down, arm curl again. Yeah. You squat at the same time. <clears throat> yeah. As you're squatting, you go down to the ground. Yeah. And the weights hit the ground? Yeah. You do a burpee? Yeah. Which is where you no. Push yeah. Up. Hell no. You bring it back in. Yeah. Do a push up, then you stand up and you do it again.
8: Okay, I will agree with you that that is one exercise because yeah. that thing could have a name. I don't know what that name would be. Death. Um <laughs> it's but, a uh, move. but yeah, but no, I'm not doing burpees with dumbbells. Burpees that's in, are that's the insanity. Worst. Yeah. I went to a gym one time like yeah. when I had a personal trainer. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. I had a personal trainer one time and I went to the gym and I got so pissed off because what? he was one of these guys that he's actually a brilliant trainer. I think he's Sean Mendez's guy now.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. yeah.
8: Sean Mendez's personal trainer was my personal trainer for a little while. Wow. I could see the same thing. Thank you. <laughs> um Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I I'm pretty it. sure this guy's Jack though, right? Yeah. This Australian dude. Heavy metal drummer, too, on the side.
11: Then that makes sense, because I've seen pictures of this guy, and he, like, looks exactly as
8: you're describing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, so I got pissed off because he was very much into a new philosophy of working out. And this is before CrossFit was popular, where people had even said the words CrossFit. Uh And so I got a membership to Good Life, and I wanted the personal trainer, and I wanted one-on-one time, right? Because I was going to really start taking things seriously. And this is back when I had that Good Life membership <clears throat> that I then paid $15,000 to never go to the gym again because I was too lazy to cancel it. <laughs> um, and I went to the gym, and I was, like, really excited because I like lifting, right? Uh-huh. Like, I like lifting things. I like things that are heavy, and then you tell me to do something with it, and I'll lift it over my head or I'll do whatever I want to do. But he was into this new way of doing things. So I would go to this gym. And all this cool machines were everywhere. And it was like all people and people were being social. Like, it was really, really cool. Like, I liked the atmosphere of a gym. But he would say, okay, come with me. And he would walk me to the very end of the gym. Right, mm. and then I would just have to do lunges from one end of oh, the gross. gym to the other end oh, of the gym.
2: I've done that before, right? Yeah, but
8: I not like, he, I don't get no weights. I don't. I'm not on the machines. You're just I don't using have. Your body a, weight I'm just using that my point. body weight. Yeah. So everything that he designed for me was just all body weight stuff. And and I hated it.
2: But maybe it was based on what you told him you like the results you were looking for,
8: <laughs> or or
2: he looked at your body type and figured, like, here's how we're gonna progress throughout the our he, time together. not he, just today, yeah. but like, Every single day, like maybe we'll start with doing body weight stuff and then we'll work our way up to using actual weights.
8: No, because it was just his way of doing things and you had to buy into his way of doing things. And I got so pissed off because I'm like, I didn't get to play with any of the things. You should have done it. When I signed up at a gym, I said specifically
11: when I signed the contract, no lunges. Right. Like we'll not do lunges. And that was in our binding agreement. (laughs) Who says no lunges when they go to a gym? (laughs) Who says that? My (laughs) answer, by the way, would be bicycles bicycles? Like, no, not, like, like an, an exocycle? No, when you're on, no, when you're like on like your a... back and you're doing, with your legs and you're doing the bicycle thing.
4: Oh, oh, For that 20 minutes. For
11: 20 yeah. minutes? That's, That's easy. Close time. your
8: eyes, drift away, and just do bicycles. Close your eyes on your back and pretend nothing's happening? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Isn't that the story of Matthew's biography? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Michael says here, uh, hey, uh, Roz Amoga, OG question. Quote, yes. if Ross is gay and single. Oh, stop it. Okay, new question, though. Yes. If Maury happened to be a woman with all the same personality traits of Damn It Maury, now would Roz date female Dammit Maury?
8: First of all, I'm not answering this question. Um, no, <laughs> actually, I can't answer it. No, I wouldn't, but but not because of anything like that. One, because I'm I'm in a committed relationship and I love Catherine very it much. It
11: says if Roz was gay and single.
8: I I know, but okay, no. Like if you like if I met a woman who just acted and sounded like you. Like base picture my mother. Picture your mother? We, we don't know what your mother, know looks, what like. Your mother looks like.
11: We you don't like, even like know what your mother you looks like. She looks like me. You with boobs?
2: Yeah. Right? And longer hair. No thank you. You mean bigger boobs than you have now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you with more <laughs> boobs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, and
8: and shorter. <laughs> okay. No. Um, no, I, I would not date somebody who had Maury's personality.
2: Hey, serious question. Do you know what your mom looks like? Because she left when you were how old? She left when I was two. two. Yeah. Um, but I And Matthew's friends with her on Facebook, right? Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not
11: allowed to be. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um but I but met up with- your dad Sarah. and your dad doesn't know that
2: that Matthew's friends with her on, on Facebook? No, oh, no. okay.
11: So but I met up with her. A couple, a few years ago, when I was in Calgary, I saw her quickly at the airport. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I've seen
8: pictures and stuff. So and you know what you know what she looks oh like. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Do you, And um, yeah, because this is tough. Because I think that have we talked about this before? Or have we not talked about. It? I oh, don't, I'm sure I don't want to say too much. Yeah yeah, do what okay. you need to do. Um, because your dad was the one that raised you, yeah, right, and that's why we get all those fantastic stories of Maury and his dad going to singles parties where Maury would lie on the coats in the bedroom while his dad tried to get it. <laughs> <on>. Or that
11: <laughs> one time when um. my dad was doing laundry <laughs> when he was first alone with me, and he thought that when you buy laundry detergent, that's for one load, right? And he dumped the whole
8: thing a Tide right. into the machine. Oh my god! Yeah, like Mr. <laughs> mom, like a, like a, like just like a, a, a giant uh, comedy. Um. So yeah, so so your relationship with your mom, like when's the last time, have you ever even, but when was the last time you like had an actual like heart-to-heart conversation with your mom? Or have you not? You've never. No,
11: it's all small talk. Like when we met up or whatever, there was also my half-sister was there and the kids and stuff, so we never actually just sat down and
8: had a conversation. Nothing. No. And she's never instigated it or initiated it? No,
11: not really. I mean, there are times where she'll message on Facebook because we like, she's heard the show and she'll say, oh, that's really funny. I love what you do, like the things that you do with Matthew. But we've never had like a a heart-to-heart. Now I've had conversations about her or um, my childhood and stuff with, you know, Susie who helped raise me. So right. I've heard
8: about all kinds of things just through her, right? But nothing, and it and it hurts your dad to know that you would have any sort of relationship, which doesn't there, make right?
11: any sense to me because you know y- you raised me, we had an amazing friendship, et cetera, et cetera. So what difference
8: does it make? Like I don't understand why well, that was hurt. Right? He got. Yeah. He got. He got hurt. Now what about she has kids though, right? So these would be your half brothers. She, she has uh, one daughter or whatever. So your half sister. Half
11: sister, right. and then there are
8: kids through her. Have you met your half sister? Yes, you
11: have. Yeah. And oh my god, she looks exactly like me. <laughs> wrong. No,
8: she doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious?
11: Exactly.
8: <laughs> is she on which is which is yeah. weird because I think you look like your dad.
2: Big time. Yeah. Like I was gonna ask, but, what? Um. Like what features from like based on the last time you saw your mom, what yeah. features of your mother do you think that you have? Huge boobs. <laughs> 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 right. I
11: don't think I have any of my mom. No,
8: no nothing eh?
11: nothing whatsoever. Really? I have I'd say I have uh, like 80% Susie and the rest my dad. Yeah. Features? No, what? like per- personality.
8: Oh, no, I'm talking, <laughs> features, He's talking bro. features. Like physical features? Yes. Oh, the nose. The nose. The nose is your mom. Yeah. But the nose is also your dad though. I know, but she also
11: has a big nose. Oh, okay. Oh (laughs) my god.
2: (laughs) Okay, hold on. I'll bleep this, but what's her her name? Which one? Uh, your half sister. (laughs) Man, I haven't been on Facebook in Ah, here it is. One mutual friend. Who? Damn it, Matthew. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, that's you. you Yeah, she's this one? Oh, <laughs> no. With the big boobs? Hey, no. Let's go over to her profile. Let me... She kind of <laughs> looks like you. <laughs> For real. She okay, hold on now. Hold, she on, hold on, looks like. Maury. Shem, come
11: here and look at this. <sighs> hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold on. Shem, you want to see this? That's Maury's half-sister.
9: <laughs> <laughs> <Holy>! <laughs> uh,
2: that's weird, right? <laughs> All Shem said was boobs.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she does a little bit. That's interesting, man. And you don't even know this. You don't really even know this person, huh? (laughs) That's crazy. Wow. That's wild. Yeah, it really does. Smile for me? Yeah. Oh, my God. The (laughs) smile is the exact same. (laughs) Yeah. That's super weird.
2: All right. One last question here from Kat. What is a TV show or movie that you find yourself going back to all the time when there's nothing else to watch? Oh, that is very easy. Go for it. Seinfeld. Friends. Yeah. I always go back to the office. Doesn't matter. You like do, if, huh? yeah, if there's nothing that else that like interests me at any uh, any point, And if I just like want to watch something just mindless, whatever, mm-hmm. I will always go to the but office. Golden
11: Girls on is
8: now on Amazon Prime, which is amazing. I've never rewatched a show. At all? No. I mean, I have because Roxy wanted to watch it, yeah. right? But just, but, like, not but on purpose. I've, I've never willingly put an episode of television on that I've already seen before. Oh, wow. You no. always go to something new. Yeah, always something. Same with movies? Always, um... No, I'll rewatch a I'll rewatch a movie if I'm alone and yeah. um. There's nights where I'm not, you know, I'm not sleeping. Catherine's gone to bed, you know, I'm I'm up. So I I I put something on, knowing I'm not going to finish it. Sure, right, that kind of thing. So what was the last thing I did? I started watching Gangs in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I started watching uh, Wolf of Wall Street, both Leonardo DiCaprio movies. Weirdly enough, um, remember that movie Twenty One with uh, Kevin Spacey, and he was the university professor, and he taught these kids how to win at blackjack.
2: Oh yes, and then they went and they yeah, won, and then yes. didn't he screw one of them out Something of money? Something like that.
8: I yeah, yeah. That I fell movie, asleep yeah. before that part again. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, because so, he hit it in the ceiling, yes, right? The yeah, kid? I just, I just yeah. rewatched, I just rewatched that one the other day. Um, I went back and did uh, meatballs not that long ago yeah. from the like the late seventies <laughs> wow. with with um, what call it? Um, Bill Murray. Hey, you know what I found out the other day? What? <clears throat> Let me tell you this: Depressing is all hell. Great. Okay. So uh, I'm watching Groundhog Day with Roxy the other day, Uh and I'm like, "Hmm, well, I wonder if. I, I just wonder. And then I went and checked, and I was like, yep, I'm older now than Bill Murray was when he did Groundhog Day.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> and what that just got you super? Depressed?
8: Yeah, super pissed. Why though? Because so, I think he looks old as hell in that movie. Oh, <laughs> right. Like Bill Bill Murray has always looked fifty to me. Uh, uh-huh. Like I true. don't like like Bill when Bill Murray was in his twenties, he still looked like a fifty year old man. True, true. Like true. he always looked like either your dad or a friend's dad, yeah. right? But yeah, Bill Murray was younger in Groundhog Day than I am now.
2: <laughs> that got you mad. Oh! <laughs> I was so... <laughs> Roxy, turned off the movie. We're not oh, watching this again. I was
8: so pissed off.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hit us up on Instagram, at kiss925. That is where we post a picture that reads, Ask Moka," and this is where we get your questions
8: from. Wait, They're always hold on fun. On a second. Did you what?
11: answer the question, would you date female Maury?
8: Maury, that, I would never. I would never. I could not. I know. I, what if I paid you?
11: What? No, like, no, I'm just saying, like, what if, like, I, I paid for the you mean, like, I'm some sort, sort of
0: gigolo? <laughs> <laughs> what does it matter with you?
2: <laughs> All right,
0: we got to go. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Catch the guys live.
0: Weekday mornings from 6 to 10.
5: On KISS 92.5.
0: KISS92.5.com.
5: Or download the KISS 92.5 app.